Well then, <laughs> okay then, we'll try this again. Welcome to another episode. Uh, we're going to get right into the slow jams. Two years ago, promises is all I heard. Wait a minute, let me finish. Two years ago, promises is all I heard. Out of your mouth. Now you wanna walk away, boy And tear down the walls in this house You used to tell me sweet things Sweet things in the morning time And all you do is hurt me And think that everything is fine You better be careful what you say to me Cause it might turn around on you You better be careful what you do to me Cause somebody might do it to you Now who was there for you when your ass was out of work? All by myself taking little men to church so quick to hang up the phone when I step in the room Then you wanna turn it all around I'm getting tired of playing fool You better be careful what you say to me Cause it might turn around on you You better be careful what Cause somebody might do it to you
showing up at all <laughs> sorry y'all uh the files episode 126 done in the dark How shout doing? out to george where buckwheat at we're mush mouth <laughs> we're dumb donald <laughs> grand arrival grand rising grand return to the dukes or travis and to the everywhere it's <laughs> in the chat <laughs> Shout out to Mark Gordon. What up, what up, what up, what up, Mark? Oh, man. Apologies. I messed up the file. I had to restart. But we're here now. Um, Got a lot to get to. Shout out to Honorable Sienna. What up, what up, what up? <laughs> and we back. <laughs> and we bike. All right. Try to get the energy up. <laughs> we're going to start Everybody with a... Uh, separated. Huh? Anybody been separated? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to go ahead and get right into it. Uh, the first story. I don't know if we should continue to start the show like this, but it's kind of become a thing now. Uh, Richard Roundtree, uh, known for his role in Shaft, has passed away at 81. A celebration to his life. <laughs> what you got to say about him? He's a snow bunny lover. Oh, Shout out to Kiefer. What up, what up, Kiefer? He's part of George Bunny. Is he like the snow bunnies? <laughs> he Mr. passed away. Richard Roundtree. Uh, rest in peace to him. Out of to his black family. Exploitation movies and doing. Well, hell, black exploitation movies. If we've been honest, that's kind of what. Not Jonathan Majors again. That's kind of what they, what they were kind of you know. But rest in peace to Richard Roundtree. Moving on. <laughs> Another update to the saga that is the Jonathan Majors storyline. I didn't even read the article. Yeah, we're not going to go into this. When Jonathan Major's domestic violence accuser will not be prosecuted despite arrest. NYC. Oh, look at Regina trying to, you know, she's trying to pay some respect and homage. Yeah, that's Richard Roundtree was such a beautiful man. May his soul rest in peace until his next assignment. All right. So rest in peace. RIP to, to him. Rip to him. Exactly. <laughs> Travis wanted to throw the man. I didn't do nothing. I just told the truth. All right. NYC uh, DA makes official matter case. In, uh, closed but, um, and sealed. Honorable Sienna would say, "Well, he did not throw his preferences in our face. Maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. But uh, so basically, his accuser, 
the white girl she accused him uh she was arrested but she was not charged and he tried in the same time he tried to get the uh case dismissed against him the domestic violence case but uh they decided no you're going to court i think it's november 29th or something like that so no real update to the story just that she was arrested but before we had a chance to talk about it then she was released and they're not charging shout out to ashley ariel 89 what up what up what up for real. In a while. Unfortunately for him, though, uh, some some other stuff came out about his uh, future in Hollywood. At least some things, and now they're saying that uh, one of his movies have been removed from the calendar to be released. Disney live action Snow White delays to twenty twenty five, and Jonathan Majors Magazine Dreams pulled off calendar. Which they just mean, even though it seems like most of the public information coming out seems to be in his favor, it's still not really going in his favor as far as his career. I then, think they want it, they want the noise to be died down and dead by the time they release this movie. So, yeah, well, it's completely taken off of the calendar. Walt Disney Studios removed Magazine Dreams, a dark drama starring Jonathan Majors, off of his off of the release calendar. The film, which Disney's uh, subsidiary Searchlight Pictures purchased. Out of Sundance was uh, slated to premiere on December 8th. However, Majors has become embroiled in legal issues involving assault and aggravated harassment allegations stemming from the domestic dispute and his former girlfriend, Grace, yada, yada, yada. Well, it does make sense that they were removed because it was coming out December 8th. His trial is November 29th. You probably don't want the movie to come out at the same time as, you know, he's supposed to be in court. So that's kind of obvious. But let's move forward. Enough on Jonathan Majors. We are treated guilty into proven innocent. That's true. That is true. That is true. But I also think they're trying to, like, like Travis, I think they're trying to get this as far as away, get his movie career as far as away from this trial as possible. But yeah, let's go ahead and move on to another story featuring Mr. Dwayne Johnson. So The Rock <laughs> came out and said that he was not happy with how his uh, wax image of him looked in a museum he said that well first off it needs to have more color which was interesting considering well the rock has uh he has presented himself as a person of color mm. we just didn't know until recently that his father was uh, a black canadian who descends from america he was, kept that part out was he yes he was his father that's was proven a, that's proven his father was a black canadian who lineage whose lineage comes from america okay one of his great grandfathers fought in the British in the in the war on the British side. On the British side, okay. Oh, so I mean, you consider them traitors, by the <laughs> wait, way. Wait, wait. When black wow, people was just, just basically, they okay. were just basically trying to, hey, you go this way, you go this way. Either way, it's gonna. But come not out. all of them ran ran off. To, I didn't say they were traitors, did I? Yes, you did. You said they would. You didn't say they were traitors. You said they would be considered traitors. Yeah, we were talking. We were debating the idea of somebody who fought on the opposite side. Because y'all made an argument. Shout that out. All, sorry. Go ahead. Shout out to Unco, what salute up, to up. the platform, uh, George, Majorly, Sus. <laughs> Y'all love to put shine on Regina Seth Crush. Travis, I didn't do that. I'm okay if you knew that. Good for you. Kudos for you, George. Hit the like button, good people. Travis actually out here trying to do research. Oh, so he definitely not black. <laughs> well, he his father is black, but his mother is Samoan. So he he follows his mother culture, like you say, Audible Sienna. He did. For most <laughs> of his career, he kind of stuck with the Samoan uh, yeah. thing for most of his Polynesian. 
And then like a few years ago, he did a movie with Kevin Hart where he said the N-word. And people were like, wait, he could say the N-word? And he's like, oh, yeah, you didn't know he was black? He's like, George, oh, okay. you're a disgusting, vile individual. <laughs> now, they did update his his uh, wax figure to make him a little darker. They did? Yeah. This the update? No, this ain't the update. Okay. This ain't the update. Because it's looked the same to me. <laughs> Next story. <laughs> okay. All right. Mace laughs about Dwight Howard being outed and says Howard didn't get signed because oh, of shit. this. A dishonorable, you wouldn't know what black is. Oh, Lord. Uh, George, I think you would honor Shaft since he too loved the pink toes. Now, who sucks? <laughs> <laughs> get him. Get him, Regina. <laughs> All right, Mace, rapper Mace turned pastor turned podcaster. Broadcaster Is he still now. a pastor? No. Okay, I I'm about to say that out. shit went out the window. Yeah, he went down to Atlanta. He got turned out two different ways. But anyway, <laughs> what you Mace, trying to say? He got turned out. He two got turned ways. out by them boys. And he got turned out by the who church. He got turned out by them boys. Pimp C. I was gonna get the clip of what he said. Uh, who was out there in the Rolls Royce with the boy? <laughs> oh, look at Onko talking about spicy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Mace uh, laughs about Dwight Howard being outed and says Howard didn't get signed because of this. Not gonna go too into it. We know Dwight. I'm not even not gonna go into the Dwight thing with the stuff he's been accused of sexual. He has been accused of sexual assault, right? He's in court for that. But I'm not gonna get into the details of all that stuff. But Mace Ben saw. So it, what I found funny is. <laughs> with the White Howard thing, had been accused by the man of meeting up, and he was in his DMs. He was in his DMs, expressing DMs. his desires. He DM'd him. What was that? A couple weeks, months ago, right? Yeah, that came out. You know, all that stuff happened. And then so Mace and uh, Cameron had this show. Uh, it is what it is, or what it is, what it's so. called. Mason Mason. <laughs> <laughs> and they talk about sports, and obviously the White Howard's a former NBA player. Uh, he hasn't retired, but he's just not in the NBA. Basically, Mace is hilarious. Love watching him and Cam. Good chemistry. Yeah, they were. It's good chemistry, but uh, it's kind of funny to hear Mace talking like this, <laughs> considering the stains on his jacket. Mm. You kind of you can't really be talking about. Well, he said he can because no Mace slander. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying we got to be honest. Although I will say, in his uh, response to Howard, he never went in on him for his alleged sexuality. He just spoke on, you know, he made jokes about the scenario. But it's like when people were joking about your scenario, you was a pastor. You went to the past. Anyway, I just find it funny that Mace had to be the one that went viral for speaking on this, considering his history. The choir director was just simply trying to negotiate his raise with Mace. <laughs> but I will say this. That's what was going on. Well, this is why it's not really a shot. With, I don't know why it's a shot with the White Howard thing, because most of these dudes in the industry doing this. Well, most of those people are pansexual. Exactly. Well, we've been hearing this about Diddy, Mace. We've been hearing this about obviously Dwight. This has been a thing. About and I Dwight say it's Diddy's fault. Huh? He probably turned Mace out and yeah, got okay. him into this alternate lifestyle. Dishonorable as fuck. <laughs> See, never turned to dishonorable to uplift the real black community. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Um, we noticed about Dwayne Wade. He, what kept what's happening with him? You know, he came out as it hasn't been brought out like um, Bobby Valentino. Or Dwight, but you or know, Young Buck. Damn, it is a lot, ain't it? Tennessee, 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 Memphis area. But ain't it funny how most of those exposings happened like ten Atlanta years ago? In Georgia. It was before. It was before <laughs> the internet became what it is now. People was already getting exposed to it. Honorable Santa said, "I will never understand why our community attacked Mace. His love for a woman helped him become a pastor. 
what has he done wrong? Did you not just hear Duke say what <laughs> Pimp C said about Mace? It wasn't in just the Pimp car C. with the choir director. He wasn't a choir director. He the choir director was directing <laughs> some other. <laughs> We're not gonna act like we didn't hear what was going on with Mace. The down choir in director was directing something other than some voices. We heard what was going on down there in Atlanta. Let's be honest. Yeah. But it is what it is. I just thought it was funny. Shout out Mace. to Mace. I hope Mace gets his royalties. And all his earnings. He, he got it right. Did he give it to him? Love. Didn't did he give it to him? It ain't worth shit. Well, he gave it to him, right? Did he give it to him? Yeah, he gave it to him. He nigga, okay. he, was, he said he have, no, he haven't. I don't uh, think he have on code, Mace definitely took the oath. <laughs> he most certainly did. Well, that's why he retired so soon and came back. Well, he did like that dude. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Flavor in your ear. You remember he left the industry and mm-hmm. went to like a cultish yeah, he, uh, church. He he went and did something. Was Pimp C high? No, Pimp C wasn't on that lean. Well, was he? Damn! He now you're gonna throw Pimp C under the bus. That's what lean come from. Houston culture. Dishonorable black culture. Texas culture I say. She's in the Travis department for re's. Re's. <laughs> okay. Okay. Speaking of some hip hop and sports, but hip hop anyway. Y'all hear what they saying about West Coast uh, style hip hop? It's coming from the Cholos now. Oh, how khakis, fennels, and bandanas. Was a cholo or Mexican culture. Uh, this is something. Well, George, George is a conquer black that lives in California. Did you guys steal the cholo's style, George? Matter of fact, we're on Screamyard. You lived in California. Maybe you can provide some insight on the, the cholo style in the California culture, how it influenced hip hop, and how y'all stole. From the Mexicans. No, don't say anything. So I ain't still for no damn Mexicans. What are you saying? Uh, Mace took uh, more than an oath. All right. <laughs> uh, this honorable will never be a pimp. C, a true leader in the black community who was murdered for his beliefs. People are saying he was murdered, but drop I the fucking link. <laughs> Conquer blacks. <laughs> Yeah, George, I dropped the fucking link for you. I I, I really want to understand. Uh, did do you know anything about uh the California culture as far as uh yeah. them saying that you guys stole their style? <laughs> uh, it's it's on a cracking. <laughs> See, you are a volatile, violent person. I'm trying to have come up and have a mature dialogue, and you're trying to come up here and just spew nonsense. <laughs> It's hard it's to hard. De- go, go ahead. ahead. No, it's hard mm-hmm. to defend the blacks in Cali. They will fight you for those white people and let them. They sure damn will. They're just like New York. <laughs> They're just like the New York blacks. So, but before we get to that, do you, before we get to George, we're gonna bring you up, George. Do you believe? Do you agree with this idea that the Cholo culture is? I don't know. I don't live in California. I cannot give a definitive, uh, yes. Yay or nay on that. I don't, I'm not from California. Well, if they're saying that they are the reason why bandanas are being used, they will also have to say that gang life or gangs, gangs were their ideas. Not too, only right? that, excuse me. They said they also in the article say that they are the ones that started the baby hair, the hoop, uh, oh, yeah. the hoop earrings. Mexican they women. started doing the black liner around the uh, the lip that black women do. So they're saying that black women stole that from uh, Mexican women. Hispanic Mexican women as well. Y'all been out here stealing for a long time, <laughs> and these fucking immigrants and migrants are coming back to take their claim <laughs> on y'all ass. While you looking for reparations, they looking for theirs. Too. They're looking to reclaim their culture. Their culture. Their gatekeeper. Look at what Audible Seattle said. Hell to the. <laughs> it's hard to tell. 
Okay. All right. So, so you want to bring Mr. Yeah, bring uh, Wilkins up? <laughs> George, what you got to say about this? What up, George? How you doing, man? Hey, what's up? What up? What, up? what you got to say about this? Let us know, man. Did y'all get y'all hip hop coaches on solo? Man, look, man. Don't be listening to Dishonorable and Travis. You know what I'm saying? Fuck all that bullshit. Motherfucking Cholo shit. That was our shit. Zeusuits, that was our shit. Low riders, that was our shit. Odies for goodies, that was our shit. Don't be listening to Dishonorable and don't be listening to motherfucking Travis when it comes to black history and what the motherfucking blacks really did in the motherfucking America, especially California. Hold Fuck on. All that bullshit. Now, Let Travis, talk that shit, son, so I can get off in the ass. <laughs> Let me say this. When you look up Odie's song <laughs> on YouTube, the pictures they normally have rolling in the background is of Mexico. They don't have black people in those videos. Shout out to right? Green the Fly. Peace to the God. It originally God. started with blacks. That's just like saying that Odie Spaghetti's is actually Latino, and you know goddamn well it's not. But all the songs, y'all. YouTube was originally blacks. Yeah. Okay. Stand on it. Travis, say it's something, not- motherfucker. It's honorable. Get your ass up on this goddamn mic. <laughs> George wants to smoke. He's a volatile person. He can't help it. That's what happens when you've been conquered. You take it out on your people. Man, fuck that. I don't know no goddamn skin folk that ain't my kin folk, motherfucker. I'm down with real black folk. Your ass still think Tupac ain't gay, just like her ass. Fuck all them imposters. What's up? George, I have nothing to say. George, we can't get an argument today, man. We got to move. We kind of started late. <laughs> you win, I lose. <laughs> Man, you lost more than that. You man, right. stop touching your ankles, man. Stand up. I lost everything. All right, man. We're gonna go. We see you. We bring you back up. Uh, we want to get on the top. Let us know. All right, then, bro, bro. All right. Okay. Uh, where are we at? Oh, uh, Uncle said they don't dress like that in Mexico. Honorable Sienna said That's they true. started baby hair in the early 1900s. Josephine Baker was uh. Stealing from them in the 20th, <laughs> but Josephine Baker is biracial, isn't she? Hey, uh, RME, I don't know what that acronym stands you gotta, for. You gotta help us out with that one. The American uh, urban wear, uh, on Cole is dying laughing, <laughs> <laughs> Regina is laughing. Wipe your feet on the like button on, the on way your way out. in, on the way in, yeah, <laughs> yeah, getting I'll, that ass. Something. I knew he was that tight. <laughs> <laughs> Who's she talking about? George. He's like, I'm gonna get in that ass. Oh, uh, I, I'll hey, join in in time. Hold on, I got I got something I gotta say too. Uh, mugshot monologues episode 127, fam. <laughs> Shout out to uh Shantae. I got something to say to y'all too. Honorable, you got a flat ass. Oh, we're <laughs> not going after the goodies. Hold on, I got something to say to y'all too. At the end of the last episode. Honorable Sienna, are you willing to verify that? At the, end, at the end of the last episode, I told y'all to like the video. And one of you Negroes <laughs> unliked the video. It had a certain amount of likes. And when I said it, it had, it had one less like. Who unliked the video because of act? And yes, Honorable, we be begging for likes. Welcoming a woman to life. argue with you is crazy. <laughs> hey, George said anybody could get it. Equal rights, man. This Honorable don't want to talk on that mic. <laughs> I don't know. It's on a wildebeest. Wow, George. Whoa, right, That's George. pretty. That's pretty. All right, George. You're going to give it crazy. Spicy. Right. <laughs> Let's move on. How Suge Knight started a podcast from prison. 
this is what uh honorable call a, a prison babbling. This was true. Oh, prison, true uh, that's prison what, when I, I saw it, I said, This is honorable Sienna. She said, Prison babbling. <laughs> All right, the controversial rap luminary speaks candidly on the new series from the Source Magazine founder Dave Mays. What do you think about him starting a podcast? Well, they're doing everything else in prison. They got cell phones, they're doing TikTok videos. Um, so hell, they might as well start a damn a podcast in prison. Well, yeah, what happened is he um he's starting a podcast basically where he take he take phone calls and call in and talk to uh, guests every week, once a week. Um and I guess oh. I mean, it's gonna be big because it's it's Suge Knight. It's gonna get some type of you know. It'll get some pub. Tell uh Sienna not to feed the trolls. That's the that's code. the code. <laughs> Y'all want gotta stick together. Crab cakes. <laughs> OG George. Oh, RME is rolling my oh, eyes. Okay, okay, rolling my eyes. All right. I just, Peace, got, I just started. got started. <laughs> we gonna bring you back up. Yeah, we gonna George. bring George back up. Let George get his shit off. All right. So yeah, what you what you think? Suge Knight. I know. You're against them having cell phones, but he don't have a phone. He's just calling into a podcast once a week, probably with his phone time. At this point, just give him. I don't care. Don't care. (laughs) I've already gave my opinion on how I feel about it, and you know clearly, they're not doing anything. Is you think he's doing this just for an attempt to for relevance or money or something? Possibly, maybe so, or maybe he just wants to start a podcast in prison. He bored. He ain't got nothing but time on his hands. How much time did he get? So. How much time did he get? I'm not sure how much time he got. Let's check for a second. Suge Knight sentence. How long Suge Knight get, y'all? Because I don't, I don't forget. I know that he they say he accidentally <laughs> ran that dude over in that video, but it clearly he got was, 28 years. Damn. So he's gonna be in there for a while. So let him start his podcast. She said, "I believe the black man. He speaks nothing but the truth about the black woman." <laughs> <laughs> the face and the eyes. Sorry, I'm late for what up, Craig? <laughs> Sorry, I'm late, fam. Been planning for my birthday. Oh, with happy my birthday, whole... man! Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Hope you would live to see many more. It's Another a marathon, year. not a sprint. G. Another year around. People gonna sun. listen. Happy solar return at Craig. Should gotta go. <laughs> Dishonorable sounds like a sellout. <laughs> the the black, black woman. <laughs> Thanks, Regina. On code. Yeah, so. yeah. Shout out to you. Another trip around the sun. Uh, and then, uh, hey, Rosie. Uh, Rosie smiles. What up, what hey, everybody. How you doing? We haven't seen in a long time. What's up to you? How you doing? Yeah. So, no. It's, it's getting crazy at this point where even people in prison start a podcast. Well, he's a black man, so. Oh, yeah. Black man loves <laughs> to start podcast in prison. <laughs> they started everywhere. They, you going to hear me. Hey, at some point, you know there's gonna be a round table. There's gonna be some prison podcast where a group of dudes sitting and having like a conversation like niggas having their house and they're gonna couch playing dominoes. They're gonna be playing dominoes, talking about stuff. And <laughs> let me say this: we call them what we want to call them, but they got stories. Yeah, they got well, there's a lot, there's a lot of YouTubers who are coming former out prisoners, of black yeah. that are that have YouTube platforms. Yeah, former prisoners telling dishonorable weak puppy pics, pictures, slushy, slushy with no watermelon flavor. I don't like watermelon. Oh lord. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> here we go. go. I love to set them off. <laughs> Feel good when people clap when you come in. Yeah, man. <laughs> Always clap. Appreciate all y'all for coming in. So we'll make sure we clap for our last uh one. Travis, not black. <laughs> Puppy piss. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Another story. I called this one. When you, you put this in. So, I didn't uh, even see this one. Yeah. You show, you show me this one. <laughs> and I'm not surprised. 
he looked like he'd been wanting to do this for a while. And he finally got the right time there's to enough, do it. Because of the Israel Hamas situation, there's enough um backing backing publicly to where you can speak out against certain Israel things and you won't be automatically. Yeah. So uh Louis Farrakhan sues anti-defamation league for almost five billion for claims of an of anti-Semitism. The nation of Israel leader uh claims the civil rights group is in interfering with his first amendment rights. Um, yeah. They have com completely controlled his image publicly. I mean, uh, I'm sure him. it has prevented him from doing things. Certain species and Elevating stuff. Elevating uh, his ministry. I'm sure he's been banned from certain places. So, I agree. Nation is not leader minister Louis Farrakhan spotted five being a lawsuit against the Anti-Defamation League for falsely characterizing him as an anti-Semite. The claim is filed in Manhattan Federal Court accusing <laughs> the civil rights group of interfering with the First Amendment rights. Wow. The lawsuit <laughs> is ensure that abuse, misuse, and false use of the term anti-Semite and anti-Semitic and anti-Semitism are falsely charged Wait. by the ADL is permanently barred from being a tool to defame Farrakhan and the Nation of Islam and stifle the exercise of uh, constitutional rights to claim reads. Hmm. In the suit, Farrakhan said that the Anti-Defamation League is an un-American organization and has woven itself into the fabric of both the United States government in general and into the local governments within America in particular to advance interests that of an un-American to the extent that it trump tramples the trample upon the uh, constitutional rights of Minister Farrakhan and American citizens. Additionally, he claimed that he has never harmed a hair on the head of any Jewish person or even advocated for such and boasted that he honors, respects, and even admires many it members of the Jewish community, including the boyhood idol and one of the greatest violinists, I'm not saying their name, who was a Russian Jew and owned yeah. Jewish violin teacher. He's saying they're impeding and restricting his First Amendment. Well, we'll see how far this gets for him. Um, he's suing them. <laughs> I don't know. That's a start, I suppose. He's going against some people that can, you know, That's defend themselves against suppose. the lawsuit. I promise you that. Oh, uh, Honorable Sienna said, Black men love to run their mouth. <laughs> they mouth. <laughs> Travis never liked the boondocks that don't know about real black music. Oh, man. Okay, uh, did any of you listen to uh, Ashir the Duke of Tears Moorish Oriented podcast? Hmm, no, I'll check it one. out. I haven't heard that one. Happy Scorpion birthday, Gregory. <laughs> Dishonorable, you're not welcome. Go run, tell Shabazz. <laughs> like, now she's talking about me. Like, bright, bright, about not liking water. Wow. This some shit. <laughs> wow, I did <laughs> never, no, never no more. I would not be in the middle no more. <laughs> Dishonorable disown can't stand hot garbage or imitation crab. <laughs> R.I.P. to Kalab. Yo, rest um, in peace, Kalab. Rest in peace to him. Um, the discretion is back at it again. Why wait this long? I believe he was working with them to take our community to make our community look bad. Let me say this real quick. Um, he, she called him minister. Let me say that there are some people that have been. Would you say that Louis Farrakhan was placed in front of us? Duke of Tears. <laughs> Moorish. Listen, do you believe that Louis Farrakhan was placed in front of us, or do you think he organically became somebody who had a lot of influence over our community? Uh, uh, Minister Louis Farrakhan is once again an orator. He's a great... He gives off a great speech, mm -hmm. but I believe that he is a boule. No, I'm saying, do you think he was placed there, or you think he, I think it was, he was organic? Placed. I don't think he was think? organic. Well, you think the nation, nation of Islam is not a true organic movement? You think that was somebody? I think Khalid, uh, Khalid Muhammad. 
believe Muhammad is. I think he was organic. He was Malcolm X. Malcolm X may be so, but Farrakhan, uh, even though I, I, he puts on great performance speeches wise and gets you energized, I just can't think that he's actually. I mean, his father is not black. What is he, his father? He, Minister Louis Farrakhan is from the Caribbean. He's not black American. What is his father? I think his father is. I think his father is Caucasian, isn't he? Or some mixture. He's not I thought black. The dude who led the nation of Islam, the one who, who master teacher was a uh, was Caucasian. Wallace. I didn't know he was his father. Wallace. Oh, Wallace. That Wallace dude is Australian. Oh yeah. Okay. Regina. Somebody pointed that out. He is Australian because I said I've heard that he was Middle Eastern, but he's Australian. Okay. Uh, an Australian white man. Oh. Well. Uh, he's not grass. He's not from the grassroots. Louis is Zaddy. Is Louis Zaddy is white? white yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, Lewis is a Freemason. Lewis is a control opposition. Oh, that, that's my point about the mate. There uh, are some people in our community. That's why I asked the question. Do y'all think that he is somebody who's organic grassroots? Or do you think he's somebody who is placed to be a leader in our community? Or at out. least a person with influence. Go ahead. Uh, the minister is placed in front of us and he has Jewish ties. And I agree. He's boule. Okay. So, Shout out to, sorry, Stone. What, oh, what up, what up, what up? Uh, do you believe that Farrakhan was complicit in the death of Malcolm X? Yes. As some have said. I believe so. Well, no, I can't say that. Let me, I'm let not going to say let me, that. Let me step back. I'm not going to say he <laughs> directly say had influence on it, but I think he knows who, I think he knows, it di- I know. He, I think he knows exactly what happened. I think he knows when, when the hit was put out. I think he knew why. I think he knows why. Um, so he yeah. sold out Malcolm X. So you tell me. Yeah, so. Yeah. But I'm about to ask the question. I asked that question because it reminded me a lot of, um, and I don't want to bring him up, rest in peace, Dick Gregory. Dick Gregory was a person who, if you did, if if you're my age, you didn't know Dick Gregory when he was 20, 30, whatever. So I didn't know about his youth and his beliefs and his past. I only knew him as the old man who was talking shit to people about black stuff. Yep. As I went back and watched, I saw that he was a feminist. He used to run around and do all this extra stuff. He was for all these other rights. And like all, like a lot of these people back then who, especially black people who gained a platform in politics, a lot of them came through Playboy. What was his name? The leader of Playboy? Hugh Hefner? Hugh Hefner. A lot of them got platforms through Hugh Hefner or um, Johnny Carson. The, the comedians usually went through Johnny Carson. Carson. True. Carson. And the, uh, uh, the, our political leaders went through Playboy or Hugh Hefner. Shout out to Poppy. What up? What up? Shelly, it's it's Farrakhan a tether. Damn, yes, he's uh he's a tether. He's half tethered at so, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh Regina, the, the minister practically implies that he is without actually full saying. He's in a video I watched unless I was doctored. Uh Minister Louis Farrakhan was born to May, uh born on May 11, 1933, Dang. in the Bronx, New York, to Sarah May and Perville. Clark White, he was born Louis Eugene Walcott. Uh, Walcott, but uh, later adopted the surname Farrakhan. Google search. DC was a Mason too. Is Farrakhan a tether? Yes, he is. Can't trust black man who followed the NOI nonsense. I took them out of the politics and harmed our community. Hold on, pause for a second. This is this, I'm glad you said that. So when I brought up Dick Gregory, and I'm going to finish this up. Dick Gregory is somebody who said a lot of truth, but he would mix it in with sometimes with stuff that's not true what they would call now misinformation or disinformation. He would purposely mix truth and the other bullshit. It's caused confusion. Well, you have to kind of look at Dick Gregory kind of side-eyed 
because you remember he used to perform in front of white crowds and that's what I said he got, a, he got a, a lot of those people came through white people yeah. a lot of them so then I look at Farrakhan I say well he says a lot of stuff that's real but he also says some stuff if you listen to his speeches that's a little off sometimes are oh, you talking about I'm just saying Farrakhan. after he said that Trump thing <laughs> he had to be packed up yeah he dishonorable love the white man money and the white man Google if Dr. Umar was here he would dishonorably disown you just so uh fake fucking fake it's like community invested check that flopped omissions of lies and half truths oh and dick was another goofy Goofy. Uh, back to honorable's comment last one that you can yeah back to honorable's comment about noi now the reason why i'm the reason i'm tying this up dick gregory said some truth but he might have mixed in misinformation so was he a positive farrakhan says some truth but he might say some disinformation is he a positive the noi Regardless of what you think about it, there are people who were criminals, hardcore criminals, that turned into somebody who was a lot more productive to the community when they joined the Nation of Islam. They went from street gangbangers, but pimps, drug dealers, joined this group, and it changed them. But Is that not positive? That's positive, but you're mixing in lies with truth. I'm not talking about their messaging. I'm talking about what how they impact the individuals and how that helps the entire community. Is that not a positive thing? They have them praying to. Okay, I'm just gonna leave it alone. I'm not. I'm not speaking on the messages, their beliefs. I'm talking about yes. the impact on individuals. I was gonna say that Regina. Uh, that's the fucking point of control opposition. Fool. The minister grandpa is Portuguese, Spanish. Jewish. I was gonna say he's Jewish. Mm, it's a that's that's why I said these. It's 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 crazy. He's Jewish. It's a lot of people that are in South America. Yeah. In the Caribbeans, there are Sephardic Jews. It's a lot of uh, a lot of them in. Uh, Cuba, a lot of them in Puerto Rico, a lot of Puerto Rico. It's fake chains like dishonorable person calling themselves honorable. Farrakhan said a lot of things that we as a community would have to stand on, only harming us. Kifa, you're not going to agree with everything someone says 1% of the time. That's what I'm saying. So you're saying uh, eat the meat and spit spit out out the the bones. bones. If if NOI is doing something to properly do something to lift certain men out of the debauchery, the generation they're into, is that not a positive? Now, later on, you would hope that they would their inquisitive, curious mind would make them go and read and and, and look get stuff some up discernment. and get true, get and get truth on their own. Yeah, true. Like a lot of people, when they first start getting into any conscious beliefs, they go into the comedic stuff. They go into the Egypt and then West in African and uh, Hebrew Israelite. Yeah, go through the, the Hebrew. Israel. You go through a lot of stuff before you come to a truth. Yeah, or your truth, or no truth. Well, it, it, we have to say your truth. No, you know, you, what may you identify as truth may not be what somebody identify as truth. Well, like, I, can, I can have something that I believe and you not necessarily believe that. But I can say truth because this has been proven as a thing in history. I can look at history and see the same things happen in every culture and every nation. So clearly this is truth. I can see examples of this in the real flesh and writings. Like dishonorable believing the Federal Reserve is a part of the federal government because it's federal in the title. <laughs> George. I agree. The NOI helps brothers, but they about the bag. That too, you know, the being power. We know, we know that. Um, Shout out. Okay, let Minister Farrakhan sue the pants off of his fellow Jewish people, and uh, wish you well on your lawsuit. <laughs> agree with my crab cakes. All right, you shall soon make it. It's not hype. It's the second coming in the making. All right. Next up, main shooting rampage suspect found deceased that's so, shooting lewiston lewiston maine was it 
Yeah, Luis Domain. What he he shot? Uh, he killed sixteen people. And he injured eighteen. It goes. It says sixteen. I've seen twenty-two. I've seen twenty. I don't see all those numbers. Uh, they found him at exactly at seven forty-five p.m. yesterday. Yeah, with an inflicted uh self wound that he put. You know, did so they himself. He, they said he ended he, himself. He, he, he pretty much committed suicide. Now they say he was a train. He was trained. I think he was former military. He was in some form of military. He was a he he uh was a trained shooter. He uh, actually was a, what they call a trainer. He taught people how to use weapons. Excuse me. And something else I find interesting after he passed away was he owned hundreds of acres of land. Hundreds of acres of land he owned. Mm. And he was able to <laughs> He was able to go do three different shootings in three different places before he. I thought he did too. It says three. I saw three. See, it's a lot of. I see the article. Where the article at? Somebody this one. Hold on, let me. Uh, I think if you go to the next page, it pinpoints and shows the two places where. Uh, I think it's the second page. All right, hold on. Let me. Uh, I think he did two. I think he killed somebody at a bar and grill, and he killed somebody at what was the first one? Hold on. Um. He was found gone. Car died from a parent seven foot. Da, 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 da. Long enforcement found car's body. You said what? It's the second one where they actually pinpoint and oh, show you the about two the, locations. What we know? Talking about this one? Uh, well, they have it on the map. Where's uh, the map? Is the map on the first one or the second one? Uh, hold on. Might be the first one. Hold on, y'all. I'm sorry. Bowling alley. There you go. It was a the first shooting was at a bowling alley, and the second shooting shooting was at a, a grill bar. There. Yeah, bowling alley on Wednesday. She lost her cousin. Uh, a woman, just the woman here that was part of the shooting. Uh, uh, responsible. Uh, but we agree with nothing they said. I believe the movement, like in Hawaii, is a single black woman are always being attacked. They couldn't trick the woman. Only the lost men. Well, I could say men, this. Psych op. Let me just respond to uh, Honor right quick. The same way you can say the NOI tricked the black man, the Christian church has tricked the black woman. True. So That's both... why we got to take that purse from them in the church. <laughs> you got to put it between your legs. Don't let the purse stay between her legs because all the damn money be gone. I mean, the purpose of church or religion in general is to give you a sense of understanding there's a higher, higher being than you. And a lot of times when you hear somebody say they don't believe in nothing, they typically are the most depressed people. When you don't believe in something, you, you take all the True. pressures of life onto yourself. You think you're more much more important than you are. And that's why you get you hear the term humble yourself. A lot of people ain't humble to think they're humble. <laughs> These are so-called leaders are demonstrating the light and dark side of the game, the hustle, and that's up to the individual to decide for themselves. It's perspective. Oh, not an opt at all. The, ca the cave dwellers strike, strike again. <laughs> This reminds me of Boston shooting. I knew they would find him nearby where it happened. Uh, they steady trying to change the gun laws to make gun holders felons mm -hmm. and gun shoppers give up the license of gun owners. I agree with that. Well, they also said that he uh, he admitted that he went he was at once in a mental institution that in a psych ward psych ward and that he had mental problems. So now they're trying they, to well, use, white people in general have mental problems. So now they're trying to use that to push that red flag law where a person who has any type of background you can be flagged and not be able to buy a firearm. Some say the boot the dude been dead before that shooting. Mm, yeah, probably so. Probably so. I, you know what I thought we were gonna see him being arrested, being taken to Wendy's, ordering a baconator and they, then you know trial and verse vicer, but they got him out of here if this was even real. Hundreds of acres, plot twist.
Yeah, he owned 100. That's crazy. First was youth, uh, night at bowling, always a bowling alley. Yeah, this is right here. Wednesday's mass shooting was a bowling alley in a restaurant in Lewiston. Uh, left 18 people dead and another 13 injured. I thought it said it was 40, Look, 60 people injured. Uh, Stone said shooting occurred just days after U.S. Supreme Court reversed California's AR-15 ban. It's funny because that was trending. Yeah, the AR-15 thing was banned on trending. They're always pushing agendas, psych up all day to uh, coincidental. Kifa said land grab. You see? The fact <laughs> he owns so much land. Yeah. Why would a person who has, who has that much go on a, a supposed random shooting because of mental illness? Shout out to Kifa. Don't get sued by Alex Jones after Sandy Hooks. All alleged. All this alleged. Is all alleged. This is all alleged. <laughs> Please. This is all alleged. <laughs> We reaching right Dumb now. Hell. We don't even know what we talk about, y'all. <laughs> don't pay us any mind, YouTube. We're just all right. Um, Negroes. It says authorities say U.S. Army uh, <sighs> reservists fatally shot eighteen people. What? I'm not reading that. What? Uh, Shelly said oh. election season. That too. So That's scary to vote for him. Uh, bowling alley in the restaurant. Yada yada. He was forty year old Robert Card of bow doing uh, with launched until he was uh with allegedly Friday. <laughs> The shooting in Maine, second largest city, and 36 mass killing in the United States this year. By the way, Maine is the whitest state in the country. Yes, I think it is. 80, That's is where 70, Mr. Bernie Sanders white? is from. Yeah, 70, so 80% white. So. It wouldn't be a coincidence that he doesn't want to give reparations. <laughs> He's not used to, you know, Negroes being around, shaking that cup, <laughs> asking for reparations. He was he was in the New York <laughs> Army National Guard, said the Army Reserve 3rd Battalion, 304th uh, Infantry Regiment, became concerned about cars' behavior while the unit was training at the U.S. Military uh, Academy at West Point, New York. His relatives told federal investigators that he recently discussed hearing voices and became more focused on the bowling alley and the bar in uh, Lewiston. Let me ask y'all a question. I cannot remember this person's name, but I once read a story. I can't remember if it was a singer or entertainer or something where they said that they were in a psych ward and they could hear somebody in their head trying to steal their ideas. I cannot remember the name of the actor. They said they they had a machine that can go in your head and take your ideas. So every time I hear one of these people that do this stuff say they were hearing voices, I always think about a machine called the uh, it was called Voice of God or something, supposedly. I cannot remember who this person was. I've been searching it up for months. I cannot remember the name of this person who said this, but I'm gonna figure it out at some point. Um, uh, yeah. did he did he inherit the land? I don't believe it? none of this shit. They have microphone implants in the teeth. <laughs> a, a female, I remember that. Yeah, it was, I can't remember who it was. You sure that didn't come from that uh, book? No, 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 it wasn't the book. You know what book I'm talking about, right? Uh, Thanks for the Memories. Thanks for the Memories. And the other one, I forgot the other name. Okay. The other one. I can't remember the name. I sent your stuff a messenger. I live in Maine for I lived in Maine for three months. How was it living in Maine for three months? Got the hell out of there. Was it like being in uh? The uh, Netherlands or Switzerland. <laughs> well, it could be no different from Dan Washington. <laughs> you can really go in there and blacken things up. <laughs> ain't no different than Washington. <laughs> no, it's different. Washington. At least there's black immigrants here, quote unquote. Oh, yeah, okay. I Look through all right. the stuff I've ever sent you. Type of voice of God, maybe it will pop up. I know, I know about voice of God, but it's a particular. Sounds person. like something Kanye would say. It's a particular person who said it. Hell, um, Michael Jackson. I said this before. Michael Jackson implied it. He said how, you know, he makes sure when he thinks of something, he immediately do it because he's afraid that somebody's going to take it. So, I mean, what's going on? Oh, okay. 
All right. Um, so that was crazy. Uh, let me just go through this. The shooting, second largest. Who's the suspect? Police identified the suspect in a deadly attack at 40-year-old Robert Card and Bowdoin, uh, Bowdoin, Bowdoin, Maine Governor uh, Janet Mills, said a Friday night news conference that Card had been found dead in nearby Livingston Falls. Police found Card's body in a recycling facility where he had recently worked. Department of Public Safety Commission uh, Michael said teams had scoured the Maine Recycling Corp. Uh, Corporation property uh, Thursday night. He said another state police team returned Friday and found Carr's body alongside several guns in a trailer that hadn't been searched. He died of apparent self-inflicted gunshot wound. Um, Jim Ferguson, the ATF special agent in charge of Boston, told the Associated Press that the weapons used in the shooting have been purchased legally. Many firearms were recovered, although he just, uh, declined to say their make, model, and how many exactly. So, yeah, we kind of see what's going on with this. Uh, I'm pretty sure the internet detectives will find even more information than they're really willing to release publicly. But we will see. Matter of fact, I want to show this for a second. Let me stop this. I want to show okay. this video of them talking Thanks, about George. It. I've been trying to play catch up. Right, Craig on. said it was very uh, boring. Very boring. Oh, he's my uh, main. Uh, main. See, Regina, look at the stuff I sent her. I she probably too, was a targeted person. She definitely knows what's up. Hold on. The targeted person thing. I remember somebody came in our comments months ago and said that they were a targeted person and how uh, they were being followed and they've been followed for years and how it's a government <laughs> thing. And it turned out to be, we looked it up, it turned out to be real. But then right after that, we saw, I saw, um, I, I kept getting recommended YouTube videos about targeted people. Before I looked it up, the person left it in the comments and I started getting videos recommended. And then about somebody people. put out a video about, about targeted, targeted people. people. And it was just like, what the hell going on? 2.4% uh, blacks in Maine. Regina is honorable, but misled. <laughs> we still working on that. All right, Thanks uh, for the memories. It's an interesting read. It there. is. I see Info Duke in between all the bunny pics. No cap. No, I see Gang it. stalking. That is it. Yeah, that's it. Gang stalking. That's, that's the word. it, Keith. You got it on the. That's exactly it. Gangsta. George, you and a, you and the half baked compliments takes a mislead to recognize one. <laughs> All right, let me play this video. I want to go straight now to an official in the town, Lewiston City Councilor Robert McCarthy. Uh, Mr. McCarthy, thank you. The video with the uh, Matt. You talking about that? No, it was another one. Okay. Robert McCarthy, uh, Mr. McCarthy, thank you for joining us. First of all, what is the latest that you are hearing about uh, the status of the suspect and, and the people who might be injured or dead in this incident? My understanding that they've uh, got a tentative identification of the shooter at the uh, bowling alley. Uh, confirmed 22 dead. You see here? I've heard 16, uh, yeah. 18. I've heard 18 dead or 16 dead, 18 injured. 20. I've heard 22. I've heard 60, 40 injured. But they'll get the number right. So, yeah, there's a lot going on. All right. Uh, let me just move on from this. They're good for it. Um, this might have been a video you're talking about. I mean, the article. I don't know. We don't need it, though. All right. Now, this is why I brought this right here up. Um, Y'all know the term. I saw somebody on social on social media say that every time there's a full moon around this time in the year, that uh, there's this mass shooting, even though they have throughout the year. So I'm not going to say that only happened in India because we see them happen all throughout the year. But the term lunatic, there's been 566 mass shootings this year. Yeah, 
but according to that, the term lunatic comes from the full moon. The, yeah. A term they used to use back in the day where they believed that whenever there was a full full moon, that it led to people acting very strange. Mm-hmm. So that's what the term lunatic. You know that that Pastor from. Larry that Regina put me on to that like hanging out with Jewish people. <laughs> yeah, uh, he put out some. You know, he was saying how the term pedophile is related to pedo a pediatrician and stuff like that. He's putting out some fire information on his channel. So go check out Larry. Also, that what's the term they use? A mentor. Yeah, we, we know. Oh, we know that mentor. They come from the Greek. I think the Greek, I think the Greek society started yeah. that mentor thing with a young boys. Man, young boy. Yeah. So yeah. So it's a lot of stuff they use today. Uh, yeah. um, does a does a crook shaft account? I can't get it straight. I'm just uh, saying. Sounds like hype. Uh, seems. FBI had a prior knowledge of every mass every shooting last and one. did nothing. Every time there's a mass shooter, they said, we knew about this guy five years ago. There was a full ago. moon last night. There, I think there's been a full moon for the past three nights. I'm the, not the for eclipse. sure. Isn't the eclipse today or something like that? Yeah, I think so. But we're not going to get to see it. Only uh, Europe, Asia, and parts of South America. Lunatic of moon cycles and the full moon last night was absolutely beautiful. Yeah, the time, moon was huge. Yeah, walking the dog, I saw it, yeah. Like it's been bigger than that before. Like it's. I remember been one huge. morning. I remember one morning, uh, getting ready for school. Remember this? And we walked outside, and the moon was like, it was like humongous. It was kind of scary. It was like red. It was a red moon. It yeah. was half a moon. Blood it was moon. Huge. Yeah, it was. It was huge. Yeah. That's the first time I ever saw that. And I never saw it again. But yeah, they've had a blood moon recently. Oh yeah. All right. Um. Let me. Thanks for the compliment, Travis and Duke. I'm gonna bring let bring George up, let him get his shit off again. I appreciate that. <laughs> we about to go into another time. What up, George? What you gotta say to us, man? Well, man, going on some bullshit, but it's okay, man. I'm here today, man. So you ain't gotta worry about it. I'm gonna clean it all up. Not clean it all. <laughs> what you gotta say about these topics? Anything you wanna tell me? No, I said, what you gotta say about this shooting going on? What you gotta say, man? Oh, man, that's some straight dishonorable bullshit. I mean, they're exaggerating numbers. They're already trying to take gun rights away from people. And it's happening at the right time, man. So anybody that believe that bullshit, y'all can suck Mr. Ed's dick. And that's how old I am. <laughs> Definitely election season. I also saw that um, his name Larry Elder. You see he's doing support behind Trump. He realized none of them Republicans got a chance. I can see that. Yeah. Larry Oda was like, all right, I'm just going to throw my support behind Trump because none of us got a chance anyway. So, <laughs> Is he running for any kind of office again? He do, he was running for president, but I guess he dropped that. He's spending his campaign and he's behind Trump now. He was running for president. He was mad that he couldn't get on the play stage. He was on school. Yeah, that's true. Man, yeah. hold up. Hey, Travis, you voting for Larry Elder? <laughs> no, I'm not voting for Larry Elder. Please. <laughs> Come I'm on, man. Come I'm on, man. We're in a campaign, man. <laughs> you, you, you in California? You be his campaign man. Oh, he is California. He in California. Y'all both into those toes. No, no, no. I, I live in California, but but you riding Larry nuts. <laughs> I mean, you called him Larry Legend, didn't you? You ain't ever hear you talk about pussy. <laughs> when, when, when you say pussy, you say Larry. That's anonymous. <laughs> you love pussy, don't you? Then you love Larry. <laughs> All right, man. You might go to the next topic, boys. We'll holler at you, man. Damn, Travis. <sighs> Sorry, y'all, for the vulgar. <laughs> Travis said, Nigga, you have to talk about 
<laughs> All right, y'all. Let's move forward. Regina said, uh, has uh has you blown has you blown your mind, <laughs> Bishop Larry uh gather? <laughs> he says some very interesting things, uh Regina. He does. Yeah, he's he's definitely uh, somebody who says things. Uh, I, I saw uh, one of his videos where he was talking about the um what's that video you showed me? What video? He was talking about um the Hawaii situation. The Hawaii who the fire? oh yeah the pastor yeah yeah i saw his video he's the one that talked about the harp and all that shit and you know how the obamas and all that stuff has that they're involved into that fyi it's not a mentor if you're paying uh that's a consultant and that's not a mentor we talking about (laughs) that's about the greeks with the greeks uh the greeks form of mentor was torment yeah yeah it was uh it was it was comparable to the um, boy love yeah what's the name of that group uh that group called boy love namda Namda, they're for boy. Yeah, you know what they about it, pedos. It was comparable to the Catholic Church, how the pastor would do stuff to the young boy, and then the young boy, the young boy grows grow up, up and do something else to the young. It was a culture, a thing. repeated cycle of trauma. Like they don't want passing to, it down. This is why I find funny when you're in school and you you a black kid in school in a majority black neighborhood, and then they're teaching you about Greek culture and stuff. But they're not telling you the whole thing. They're not telling you it was normal to see a grown ass man walking around with a young boy as one of his, you know. Craig said, um, I have to make a run, so I'm going to catch you next week. Peace, family. All right, Craig. Peace. All right, Craig. Enjoy your birthday. Enjoy yourself. All right. Veteran NYPD officer allegedly sold top quality fentanyl heroin while on duty. It's getting hard out here for these police officers. Now, we just saw that. Child. Was, <laughs> we just saw that this was. <laughs> we just saw that they were doing oh, this man. in a daycare a few weeks ago. Remember that? They yes, found yeah. fentanyl under the floor in a daycare. And that was in NY. Yeah, so now you got the police, uh, veteran police officers, and this was a woman that was selling fentanyl and heroin. A female, a female NYPD officer was apprehended by federal, and she was, I want to say Hispanic. I think it was a Hispanic woman. A Spanish trolodyte. <laughs> trolodyte. By a federal official for allegedly being involved in the distribution of su- substantial amount of narcotics, notably fentanyl and heroin, while on active duty reports. New York Post. Grace Rose Bez, Bez, age 37, was taken into custody alongside Cesar Martinez from Yonkers, and both were charged with conspiracy to distribute narcotics and distribution of narcotics, as well as New York Post report. Both of them are accused of attempting to peddle these illicit substances to an undercover federal informant within the time frame of October 9th and October 29th. Bias reportedly provided the informant with a sample of what she claimed to be high-quality fentanyl concealed within a Mentos candy container. Uh, Regina said we watched uh Pain Hustlers on Netflix last night regarding fentanyl and it reminded me of Dope Sick. Gotta check that out. Why didn't they let the black man Larry demonstrate his merit? <laughs> they don't care about merit, I, it's race. <laughs> I still don't know a brother that makes fentanyl. I'm just saying, breaking bad 3.0. I'm just saying, um, I don't know about make it, but I, I know I I don't know. Have I seen somebody doing I don't it? know no black people that make it, but I damn know some that fucking do it. Have you seen one? I haven't seen one. Yes, and I've seen these dope, these black uh, uh, people that are on uh, methamphetamine. I've no, seen no, no, no. We're talking about fentanyl. Oh, fentanyl too. Sorry, yeah, fentanyl. Yeah, no, I've no, seen I know them. about heroin and. Yeah, they do that up here. Yeah, they different blacks. <laughs> Dishonorable. Forever supporting sellouts. Always watch the fruit, y'all. <laughs> All right, so this another... Breaking Bad is the show. You know, dude, watch Breaking Bad. I didn't watch that. Yeah, shit. I watched. It. I watched that show. I didn't watch it. It's one. Of, it's one of the better shows. Um, 
Uh, that's another example, by the way. Did you watch that other lame ass show? Why are you bringing that up? What's the name? Why are you it? bringing this up? What's the name of that Why show? Why are you bringing this up right now? It's like based in the. It's Madman. Madman. <laughs> oh my god. I don't know how the fuck you watch that. That's ridiculous to me. But that show Breaking Bad is another another example I was talking about of how white people, especially when they write their characters in the shows, they make women just not likable. <laughs> how your husband a drug dealer, yeah. but nobody like you. White white men make their women just awful. They use their women as a a lesson for their young for their men. Yeah, this is what you don't do. Their their women in their movies and TV shows are obstacles for the men. Travis don't like watching the truth. So uh, San Jose, this is the older, this is earlier this year, San Jose Police Young Union executive charged with attempt to import sell fentanyl officials say. So this is a thing you're seeing amongst police officers selling fentanyl. We know it's gangs out in uh, Well, it's LA, tough out so. here. The police officers have asked for a raise. They're, you know, these crimes that, you know, they're alleged to commit is trying to take away the, their, their immunity. So they're doing what they have to do to make ends meet. Oh, so... People said defund the police, and they said, all right. Defund the police? <laughs> we going to sell drugs in the neighborhood? Damn team? right. <laughs> all right, let's look at this story. Uh, eight-year-old traumatized after police mistook him for a suspect, mother says. Let me show the video first. <laughs> she said, I never seen blacks doing meth nor fentanyl, but Travis is correct regarding Seattle blacks are different. They different for sure. Yeah. Woman with five kids expected to pay the bills and buy the kids' uh food if you take her out to dinner right. to go on the highway and that she fears there will be long-standing and please don't bring up dinner you seen that that list what of a uh, places you don't take a woman on the first date i've gone to the, the cheesecake factory was number one <laughs> i was like damn it's getting hard out here, uh, i've gone to red lobster <laughs> they have a place called here called the morton steakhouse i've been there uh I've been to a lot of little places. We don't get too deep into it. I just, the internet. Man. I've never taken nobody to Burger King, McDonald's, Wendy's. You wouldn't? Uh, not. No, I don't eat McDonald's, Burger King, or Wendy's that's now. That's about then when you ate. 10 years ago? Yeah. 10, 50, uh, uh, that's later on. Like if he just dropping by to get a snack, not to go on a date. Oh, let's get to this story. Repercussions from the stress of watching her get pulled over on Tuesday afternoon. Sacramento police tells us they recognize they made a mistake. Eight-year-old Brandon plays football on a Sacramento youth team. His mom, Shani Stewart, was driving him to practice Tuesday afternoon when she says everything went wrong. Stewart says she was driving on Business 80 when she noticed a Sacramento police officer behind her. I kept this, the, the same speed, you know, just driving normally. I noticed that he turned on his lights. So then I moved over to the left thinking, oh, you know what, since now I see more cop cars behind him, I'm just going to get out of their way, let them go past. Maybe they have somewhere to go. Then she says she realized there was a helicopter above. I looked in the rearview mirror and that's when I noticed that the, the, the police officers had it, their guns out. They had them aimed towards the car. So I listened to their instructions to toss my keys out the window, yeah, open my door with my left hand and get out slowly with <laughs> my hands in the air. Um, I just followed instructions, but I also told him just stay in the car. She says ultimately officers told her. What is this little boy's father? I always say that when these stories come out. We no, always... okay, where is he and what ethnic is he? How is that not an obstacle? Uh, they're otherwise getting a lot of bad media coverage now. Why? <laughs> Wilkins, that's called respite in a good time. 
What's good? What up, what up, what Peace, up? Peace, Dre. Uh, those places you don't go to, uh, those places you didn't go, they will put hands on you, Travis. Samoans eat there religiously and would definitely bless you. Your <laughs> Hold grill on, with George. The real... You said they had you shook and made you not go to certain restaurants? Well, that's the problem is that those Samoans are eating there. They already big as hell. <laughs> so they should be trying to strive to have a healthier diet. Remember the big bones. I have never seen a petite or small Samoan. I'm just talking about the women. The women are big as hell. They got some fucking big ass bodies. It's ridiculous. How are you people selling this? I thought uh I threw it harms you I within it, uh, the fir uh, first contact with it. Some of the um let Travis support them kids. He's a cent for it. She's talking about fentanyl. Who uh, saying how, how they selling it if they said the first contact it harms you? Mm. You hear me? The fentanyl harms you with first contact. Yeah, if you even touch it. You can get high and all that stuff. Well, that but the Seattle literally just put out an article saying that when they do fentanyl and stuff on the buses, it leaves uh residue. You know what I'm saying? So am I getting high off of being on the no, metro you, bus? You would know. You would know. If you asking that question, no. Travis, go talk to them. I don't want to talk to them. What they they say, breathe too hard. What did it come and say above it? Oh, sorry. Pop. Which one? Pop. Which one? That down. Uh, I drive that route frequently. Dang. Okay. Let's talk about, uh, talk about this video here. Yeah, so this young 18, I mean 18, eight-year-old boy, they said they confused him with a suspect, which <laughs> don't said, make any sense. He's eight. How the hell you can confuse him with a suspect? He said that the Samoans have an obesity problem. Drakey Drake. <laughs> okay, so first of all, when I, said, when I saw this story, I can feel their trauma when an 18 year old nine eight year old an eight an, I, sorry a see i'm being a white person <laughs> an eight year old police are falling a car because they think an eight year old is a grown person or did they say juvenile no they said they thought they thought he was a suspect okay a suspect however police are allowed to misidentify people mistakes happen can we agree with that you no, know, you can't no mistake no damn eight year old. Well, maybe they just saw the face. Maybe they thought he had a baby. He don't look face. Like no, he don't, he like, a no, he don't look like no fucking uh grown ass man, but he let's just look... say how he was positioned in the car. Maybe they thought he was leaning back in the seat, but no. they said the windows was tinted, which kind of threw me for a loop. But police officers are allowed to uh, you know, make a mistake in identifying someone. Nobody's perfect. So you're saying that they only mistake because the car the tinted window they pulled them over they didn't know who was in the car well that's all the information that they gave okay <laughs> uh damn facts i never saw a small Samoan. i saw a, a fine-ass big Samoan woman in salt lake city one time i didn't know if i was scared or turned on <laughs> you had you confused <laughs> the list was the first day complete uh strange is how i read it why is that being ignored? Um, oh, well, some of these chicks look fine, especially the ones that play volleyball. He's about the Samoans. Y'all still talking about the Samoans. Samoans, Samoans. got real fat, <laughs> fat ankles, <laughs> respectfully. Uh, I watch a lot of true crimes TV and wonder a lot about the lack of common sense and some cops shaking my damn exactly. head. I agree. Brilliantly, stop it. <laughs> George Wilkins facts 100. All right, so uh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. 
no, I just I just believe that people are they are allowed to misidentify people. Um, I think it's crazy that they thought an eight year old was a, a suspect. But they the, said kind they said- of, the part that just kind of threw me for a loop was. I can understand the kid having trauma. I think the mother went through more trauma than the kid did. She's saying the son went through the trauma of the mother. He saw guns on his mama and then guns. Yeah. They so, didn't draw guns on him. Once he got out of the car and they saw him, that's when they were immediately like, oh, we got the wrong person. That's what I'm saying. Like, he, his trauma is through his mama having okay. a gun pulled on her. Okay. Okay. Like, it could have went real bad. Okay. So, yeah. I'll let it go. I'll let it be. <laughs> Security guard files lawsuit against city police officers after he said he was unlawfully arrested let me show the video here before i do that because for some reason i have to go all the way out to make sure the sound comes through dishonorable can't identify strong black male uh role models in the black community unless they have loose ties to lgbtq community (laughs) he says his aggressive arrest was a case of mistaken identity Ali Spilliards talked with him tonight about the arrest, the lawsuit, and the lingering impacts on his family. On the morning of October 16th, 2021. It was like any other morning. Sylvester Hayes was driving through South Oak Cliff to pick up breakfast for his four kids when he saw flashing lights in his rearview mirror. Hayes was stopped for failing to signal ahead of a stop sign. That's when um, they pulled me over and asked for my information license registration. Of course, I give it to him. Body camera footage obtained by Hayes' attorney showed the situation that quickly escalates. Within a minute, several officers are seen struggling with Hayes to pull him from his car. Things heat up as they reach for a gun Hayes tells them he has. I was terrified at that moment because, you know, I don't, I don't know how, I didn't know how that situation was going to turn out. As Hayes is forced to the ground, The situation intensifies. He says he remembers knees and feet pressing into his neck and head. Still, he says he had no idea why he was being detained. It's only once he's in the back of a squad car that Hayes said he overheard this exchange. Realizing the Sylvester Hayes in their custody was not the same man who had a warrant out for his arrest. Okay. Resisting. Resisting? Okay. Resisting because... Well, that, I don't know if we, we're going to be able to put the resistance because you okay. can't resist detention. I just want justice for what they did to me. Hayes was arrested and held in jail for several days. Though the charges against him were eventually dropped, Hayes has filed a lawsuit against the city and the officers involved, claiming the events of that day led to a downward spiral that would wreak havoc on his life. Uh, Dishonorable, low-key pushing feminism. Well, you pushing your denizism. Get your money, black man. Damn, that's a lot of mouth to feed. Same salad, different dressing. Uh, them kids need their food. Them cops are trying to make them kids go into foster system. They have a lot of studies that show police mistake black children for adults all the time, which is strange because we don't age like them, which that is absolutely well, true. Well, their thing is that... Particularly, uh, even young, even young girls, young black girls, young black people tend to say we mature faster into our um, adult adulthood. So basically, young male gets his athleticism sooner, he gets his physique sooner, muscular uh, muscular uh, physique so- sooner. 
So they assume he's older. Them kids are starving. Their mom had to break bread. <laughs> had to put bread, milk, in the cereal. <laughs> so what are you talking about? Uh, so this story, I kind of, I, I don't have anything to uh, discredit this man about. When he goes in detail of how him being in prison, he lost his job as a security guard, mm-hmm. him not a being able to, deal. him losing his car, not mm-hmm. being able to get a job for a certain amount of time caused him hardship. Mm-hmm. I would say that in this instance, they misidentified him. He has every right to pursue a lawsuit because what they did caused a trickle effect in his life. Mm-hmm. So they should pay for it. So the thing that's crazy is they walked up to a person who they, they assumed was another suspect. Turns out it's not him, but because he resisted when he know he didn't do anything, you're not trying to put the resisting charge against him. Like, that's yeah. crazy. You're trying to put a charge against me when you know the reason why I reacted that way because I was innocent. Yeah. Well, yeah. They, this honorable stop with the white studies. That's not white studies. Our son has Down syndrome. He went missing recently for eight hours. He appeared out of nowhere after dark. The hub and me are still uh, processing trauma over it. He seems unfazed. Well, I heard about that. That is so scary. Imprinted trauma um, when people go through it, especially parents. I can only imagine as a parent. When you're when something happens like that to your kid, the amount of adrenaline to uh panic, anxiety, anxiety, and your adrenaline start going up, and then once things seem to have calmed down, that moment still sticks with you forever. And now it's like I'm gonna keep an eye on you. Yeah, now you're hyper vigilant and stuff. I, I hope, hope they ear does too regarding being traumatized. Yeah, it takes uh it might take therapy for them, or maybe just speaking about it a lot with smartphones trying to make me look good like Travis on his best day. <laughs> Everybody knows a kid looks like a kid. <laughs> so only black kids look uh, like adults. That's just, that's what they believe. Fuck them white studies for the black community. <laughs> Regina. Yeah, that is that is scary. That's scary. Um, oh, I would have went pretty insane. Yeah. Eight hours? Eight hours. That's eight hours to Regina probably felt like two days. Like forever. A week. It's like, what what is going on? <sighs> so I'm glad things. This right here. See, they should have took. They should have seek my counsel, my <laughs> advice. Why hasn't the Why hasn't the people in the community beat that woman ass yet? Because she's. I'm not advocating for violence, but why are, hasn't that been done? But you are advocating for. Damn, violence. dude, just blow my cover on YouTube and have them come after me. <laughs> keep Keep defending a Mexican woman. I'm not defending her. L.A. County D.A. charges woman accused of attacking 13 year old girl at a McDonald's with misdemeanor, not felony. We talked about this story for the past like two weeks or so. Of um. A Mexican woman who jumped on the 13-year-old girl at a McDonald's. They finally found her, charged her, but it's not a felony no more. It is just a misdemeanor. And the mother is asking for it to be... They want to, want to charge with the felony. The, and the article never... It never in the article said why she was not getting charged with the felony, by the way. It never said that. I guess they I guess they're just calling this a domestic dispute. It's not a domestic dispute. Not a domestic dispute, but a regular assault. It's not a regular assault. It's a 13-year-old and a fucking whale... A fucking refrigerator attacking a 13-year-old. Can you imagine a refrigerator coming at you? <laughs> well, hey, it is what it is. They uh, a- <laughs> I would have lost my mind in eight minutes. Yeah, it would have been. I've been locked up, and I don't give a damn because Travis know he ain't shit because he like dishonorable, sabotage, real black men like <laughs> me. <laughs> we must protect each other in the public. Yes, we must. I'm, that's, that's See, not, that's the problem. Go ahead. That's sorry. the part I agree with you on. There was a video I saw recently uh, in another country. I think it was the uk for some reason and a cop was in a tussle with a part with a man and a man jumped on his back and threw the man to the ground he walked up to the man and put a gun to his head 
while he was on the ground. And another man jumped on the cop's back, threw him to the ground, and they got the gun away from the cop. And I said, yeah, why would? Why isn't that normal? No, yeah. you're not shooting him. Okay, he put hands on you, but you're not going to shoot this man. <laughs> that wasn't the UK, because I don't think they use guns. So some other They Eastern, use knives. Yeah, it was some, no, some other cop. <laughs> it was some Eastern European country. So like, why I'm don't citizens, you. Why, do, why do we as citizens, why do people record? Well, that's the problem. This is this happened in California, right? Where yeah. there's a lot of uh I told you those blacks have been conquered, by the way. See, if this was in North Carolina, I can't say that where the McDonald's employees are black uh primarily when I was there, that's how it was. There ain't no way they would have let that go down a 13-year-old getting beat by a refrigerator. They would have pulled that refrigerator off of that little girl and beat the shit out of her. You know who I blame this on? Who? Warstar hip hop. Why? Because World Star Hip Hop normalized people recording the fight or the or, or whatever it is to put it on the internet. It was World Star. So we're not going to hold the people accountable in that. Place. No, I'm saying people, yeah, this is internet culture now. This is a 13 year old girl, right? So more than likely, the friends that she was with mm. are her age. All they know is the internet. The response now, when you see something crazy going on in front of you, is not to help, it's recorded. That's not my response. The World Star Hip Hop introduced that into. The most the modest, honorable, real black man on the planet that genuinely want the whole world to be black. Me too, G. And you are powerless in jail for real, for real. Uh, I work hard to make this world truly black, to spread the love of the black community <laughs> to the cakes. You're trying to make pink toes brown. <laughs> make them feel we are the real strong black love is coming. Where black love is coming from. I'm not ashamed to be black, unlike Travis. <laughs> Chastity Ben lost her mind. Are you talking? Wait, who are you talking about now? I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> All right, I don't but yeah, know who are you talking about? But yeah, I blame this on hip hop. I mean, worst star hip hop culture. I blame this on the people that were in McDonald's that watched this 13 year old be attacked by this adult and they stood around and did nothing. Y'all should get your ass whooped too. <laughs> right, Y'all didn't get to see, yeah, it was the scariest event to this date. Plus, we can't get over the missing eight hours. Uh, he was safe, sound, unharmed, thank God. But it's bugging me. Our psyche still. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure it's the why. You skipped the part. Still. <laughs> Regina giving him something with a air tag attack. <laughs> oh, she's saying give him uh, the sign. Yeah. Okay. Well, hopefully that does not happen again. And yeah. yeah that's... Oh, and this story right here. This story right here is heart-tugging. Um, When I read this, I actually got a little... This this one and the next one too. I actually got a little emotional with this story. Yeah. Um, can you imagine? Hold on, before you go, go into ahead. it, I'm not gonna read it unless you. But a mother reported her son missing in March. Police kept the truth from her for months. Bredesen Way searched for her adult son ended when she discovered that an officer had run him over, and without telling her, authorities buried him in a pauper's field. Go ahead. Yeah. Um. So you have a mother whose son left the house because they were arguing over a broken glass yeah some glass that got broken she said he jumped in the car and he left i think two days later she reported him missing to the police mm. and they filed a report now mind you there's a, a the coroner named elliot mm. so when he was hit by the police officers the police officers ran him over he was crossing a six-lane highway and he got hit that he did not have a, his wallet on him, but he had his prescription on him because he was recently had been diagnosed with schizophrenia and bipolar. Mm. Elliot, the coroner, said that they called her and left a, a voicemail to inform her. She said she never received this phone call. 
So this started in March, mm-hmm. and she was calling all the way up until August mm-hmm. about her son, whose name is Dexter, being missing. So the police finally, after months and months and months. Hold on. Before they said it, the person who works the papers. When that she was called, in August. That was in August. She, when she called them and asked them what's going on, he told her, look. I'm getting ready to retire. I'm not dealing with this. Tell the person next after I'm gone. And they did. They follow up on it. Yeah. So after he was gone, they brought a new person in. She called them and they found her son. And was it two weeks? Two like, weeks after that, two two weeks after the new uh, person came in, after the person that retired came in, two weeks, they, oh, we have your son. And mind you, they buried him. They buried him. So imagine you been looking for your son, and when you do find out, they've already buried him, laid him to rest. In a, in a, in a penal farm. In a penal farm. And they have they have hundreds of bodies there that have no, not been identified. Yeah, people that they never identify their parents or family members. They just put them here. And now you have to go through that. You're processing that your son has died. And not only that, because he didn't have insurance, now you have to get him up out of the grave. You have to pay hey. for that. And not only that, she had to pay $250 to claim his dead body. I had to pay to claim I my son. I have never heard of you having to pay $250. They, the U.S. is literally capitalism at the fullest. I have to pay you two hundred and fifty dollars to claim a body, and I've been calling in months. To, to, so that should have been waivered. Should have been dismissed. the police department should have paid that cover. That should have been waivered. Yeah. And then she's crying and yelling out, "I'm sorry." Because she never got the she never whatever argument they, they left got into, they bad they left bad because she she pretty much accused him of breaking a window yeah and what made it bad was when he was crossing that sixth lane he was trying to get back home but you know they said that they found methamphetamine and yeah drugs in his system he had a you know. history of crime he had a history of crimes which they don't have nothing now, to do with him now that led people, that led people to think that was there some level of get back by the cops because she because they have a they have a a lingering lawsuit because they killed her brother. They, they already did it to my brother. And then you do it to my son. And you don't tell me. And now it looks a certain way. It looks suspicious. It looks like it looks like a get back, which what she said it was. That was she cute though, yeah. But anywho, that was that was a heart tugging uh, story. The most modest, <sighs> honorable, real black man on the planet that desire for the whole world I think I read that one. to feel the real blackness and be black. No, he just repeated himself, which is normal. Yes, Brandley, I use them with my nephew when we out. What is air tags? Dexter uh, sounds psycho. Uh, why can't we say North Carolina? The New Yorkers are relocating. Yeah, they don't need to relocate back to my state. Jimmy Carter style. <laughs> facts honorable. G uh, working hard, child. Working on everyone. Nerves. Nerves. <laughs> Them, oh my god, I'm not uh, reading that comment. Dishonorable, get your flat ass out of my illustrious jock. Everything is monetized. Everything. everything. Everything is about money. Brilliant, make uh brilliant. My smoke is free. The mother, the brother, and the son story is tragic. It's very tragic. Hell no. Uh honorable, uh Brindley Fly, thanks for the trip. Tip regarding air tags. Wasn't familiar, but Googled it as we've been uh, wondering about GPS systems for him. 
I've never heard of air tags. What is air tags? Well, it's something you could put on something to track it. I, I heard Melissa Ford talk about it on the Joe Button podcast where she said she puts it in her luggage. Yeah, so you can put track. it on a person too. Yeah, you I'm okay. You got something on it, you can just tag it to it or whatever. Like a, okay. A wallet. But that was that that story was that story was very tragic. Yeah, um, this I'm, I'm not gonna say I can't because it's all alleged. I'm not gonna say it was a get back, but if you look at that, you would go. Yeah, because let's say the corner you called one time. So why didn't the police the police officers knew who she was? So why didn't the police officers go out and tell her? So that's some bullshit. Yeah, it's different bullshit. All right. Very sad, very tragic. All right. This next story is kind of sad too. Stalkers love using air tags. <laughs> this next story is pretty sad too. Um this is this is I call this Cain and Abel. This is Cain and Abel. This is Cain and Abel. Brother takes the life of brother. A mother's heartache. The world is diabolical. So I'm not gonna read the story either. So this story here, there was two brothers arguing about something that the mother called was small. Something that didn't mean it was just small. They, said, wouldn't even, they wouldn't even talking loud. They, they were just, weren't yelling. It was no. She didn't feel like there was any animosity. Yeah, and I'm guessing because she said she at some point had to make a decision to either pull one of the sons or, or pick the, up the daughter. And she pulled the grandson. So I'm guessing that's when one of the sons pulled a weapon. So they're arguing about something small. One of the sons pull out a weapon and fires and shoots the brother. But that's not as bad as it gets. The brother's now crying, like, just stop. And I he think stand, he was the younger brother, too. I think so. He stood over him and shot him multiple more more times to make sure. True. And in this story, when you when you listen to the story and the mother says that how this, this guy here, the one who was shot, how he, he was a good person him. in the community, they liked him. I think he was a teacher. Well, he was trying to be a teacher, one of the two. He did things for the community. For the community, he was well liked. And I, I don't, I'm not. Once again, the mother. It's an unfortunate thing that happened that a mother has to watch not only your son die but the hands of your other son. But it reminded me a lot because of how his his reaction to it. It reminded me a lot of like I said, Cain and Abel, and it reminded me of the movie Boys in the Hood. How it was clear one brother was was favorite was favorite. But that he would, but the older brother was a protector. That's the different role that this guy took. When you say that as a, as a person, when you shoot somebody and stand over them and continue to shoot, that, that's resentment. And that's your flesh. That's what I was gonna say. If I would have, that's resentment. He had resentment towards his younger brother because he was favored. I, I'm assuming that part that he was favored. I know they talk well about him, and I'm. They didn't describe the brother that shot him at all. And I, they didn't give his name. They didn't give his age. They just said. They didn't say nothing about which tells me that either he wasn't well received as much or it just he just was kind of the quiet one didn't speak much to them Could or he was what well, i think he was was the one that was in the streets yeah when, so it tells me that he had a lot of resentment and anger he's on the run apparently they have not called him his mother called and told his mother told the news he told him return yourself in and i said i don't know how that's gonna end because one thing that he know he's done, he didn't, he didn't just kill his brother. He broke his mother's heart. True. Even if she, because, you know, mothers have a different type of love for their kids. She might show up to your trial. She might come visit you in prison. But you'll know. She'll never look at him the same. She'll ne- you'll, you'll be her son, but you know you broke her heart. Oh. So I don't, I seriously doubt he's going to turn himself in. He's either going to do something to himself by his own hand or through the police. Or he just, or he might just be a cold-hearted Dude, and just going with his, you know, move on, leave the city, leave the state, and going with his life. 
Yeah, it's a tragic story, and it's the proof that there is a lot of in our community a lot of hate, not just for your blood brother, but for any of your brothers, whether that's through blood or through just kinship of race. True. There's just no. It's just. It's the curses, man. <laughs> it's the curses. You can buy a keychain from my Amazon and attach to anything. My nephew is so happy to have a wallet. He barely notices it. I don't use wallets. I put it in my backpack. George need a hug. George need a long, strong hug for somebody that loves him. George, <laughs> I hug myself daily with my fist held high before I get out of bed. He reminded when he said that it would give me the image of that kid that had his fist balled up. My right hand never uh, complained to my left for control opposition. Hug yourself now and stop typing for five minutes. <laughs> I think I think this I think the um I think the one who was shot is actually older, by the way. Oh, he I think, was. Okay. I think he was the older brother. Yeah, he was twenty three, and, and the brother was nineteen. The gas before reading G's post is hilarious. <laughs> okay, that's easy enough. And thanks again. Sad as me, no problem. Brilliantly, I can't uh, control my fingers. I can control me. Dishonorable. I see. We keep air tags on our uh, house keys and wallets. Best thing ever. Mm-hmm. A lot of uh, orchestrated trauma occurs during resets. A very tragic story, indeed. Yeah. Dishonorable would think stalker material would be a good thing. <laughs> George. So that was a very sad story. Yeah. Uh, I hope the mo- a hug and a therapy session. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. Get away from Ooh, this. to these Negroes. We get we went from we went from sadness to anger. Let's talk about it. Ahead let's get of it hype. <laughs> you were ahead of US Facts honorable. Ahead of US Treasury Freeman's bank forum, Biden Harris administration announced Crap, new private cakes. sector commitments to invest three billion. Uh, and community leader lenders supporting underserved small businesses and community. They also just announced I was going to use the article. Matter of fact, can I open that article right quick? Hold on, y'all. Um, there was an article I saw where they said they're now giving forty-five billion more. No, it's not there anymore. Whatever. They also give another forty-five billion to this uh, fund. I guess they call it. Now it's called the Freedman's Bank Forum. Now in history, we know the Freedman Bank was. Formerly enslaved freedmen. That's who it's supposed to be about. Formerly enslaved black people who are freedmen. Freedmen. But when you look at the damn, they had a five-hour forum they had. Five hours. And most of the people were white, Hispanic, women. That's what black people do. Where is this based out of? California? What? No, this is the White House. Oh, this is in Washington. Where I don't know if it's Washington, in Washington, DC but yeah. Or... I'm going to okay. show, let me show these clips, some cut us. Shout out to non-human media on social, on Twitter or X. They be having um, all the stuff, man. Let me just show this. I'm going to play some of this. Now, this is, they said, uh, the Freeman's Bank Forum 2023 has nothing to do with American descendants of slavery or lineage. And it's all about black, indigenous people of color or BIPOC underrepresented minorities and marginalized communities, etc. One speaker even said, unleash the power of our immigrant communities. Let me play the video. You got something to say? All right, let me play this video. The public partnership that's represented in this room, I think has an amazing opportunity to unleash the power of our immigrant communities and also those communities that have been left behind. We know the stats. We've seen the numbers of multi-trillion dollar GDP growth that's available to us. All we have to do is continue to build on a lasting public-private partnership. 
Yeah, and I, I think the last thing I would add is if you have access to resources or capital, I think we all know the best pathway to generational wealth is entrepreneurship. So go to the very beginning of entrepreneurship. Provide your resources, your time, your commitment, your capital to the absolute starting point, pre-incorporation, when the ideas are percolating, uh, and meet the entrepreneurs there because I think you'll see tremendous ROI across uh, the board. This is how you know the term freedom for them. The reason why they named it this was just for the name. The actual stuff they're talking about has nothing to do with freedom. And not everyone in America has equal access to this essential support. Consider black entrepreneurs are three times more likely to not apply for a loan for fear of being turned away by a bank. Despite making up 25% of new business owners, Latino entrepreneurs receive less than 2% of venture capital funds. For many Asian American and Latino business owners, in particular immigrant business owners, language barriers limit their ability to access capital and banking services. And people who live in rural areas, including many Native Americans, often lack access to traditional financial services of any kind. So she just made this about everybody. BIPOC. She made it about BIPOC. And get the fuck out of here about fucking uh, Native Americans. They have their own fucking uh, lands. Uh, tribal lands. They have casinos. What is going they get fucking checks. What is she talking about? What is going on with them winning half of Oklahoma? And at, they don't even really talk about that. Like, is that are they going through with that, or what's going on with that case? I yeah, mean, because half of Oklahoma is is sovereign territory. It's not, but it's, but it's still under U.S. Uh, it's still under U.S. Yeah. So I have worked to address these disparities with so many of you for years, and as vice president, I've made expanding access to capital one of our. Am I crazy or do uh Cameron look more Asian now? Well, she's getting older. Like you see her eyes? That's what happens when they get older. Well, she's see, both she's not Asian, them? she's um Indian. That's Asian. I don't consider them Indian. We've already had a discussion. We, Let's let it go. Indians are they, they Asian. They, they classify Asian. themselves as white when they come to America. Well, socially they consider themselves it wouldn't be real. Socially they consider themselves, I'm sorry, politically they call themselves black. Native Americans have money. They brought their own. They they NRA, yeah, yeah. You can go ahead and go through some of them. Okay, um, gotta go. Let me just play this. Our administration's central economic priorities, building on work I led as a United States senator. So far, we have invested more than twelve billion dollars in community. Oh, sorry. And not every. And not everyone in you for years. And as vice president, I've made expanding access to capital one of our administration's central economic priorities. Building on work I led as a United States senator, so far we have invested more than $12 billion in community banks to help thousands of entrepreneurs and small business owners in underserved communities access the capital they need to start and grow their... Okay, we'll give it a second. Let me Fuck Kamala. Because given this country's history of racialized exclusions, which sometimes were legal and sometimes were cultural or normed, um, it is just imperative that we actually flip that script. It's imperative for our inclusive multiracial democracy that all Americans feel that democracy can deliver for them. And it is especially important for all communities, black, brown, rural, 
working class. It's very important well, as a matter of our sometimes fragile democracy uh, that we work on racial inclusion. All right, to you. Because she didn't say nothing. Not at all. First of all, it's just a it's a privilege to be. First of all, it's just a, it's a privilege to be here. So thank you, Zab. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Tom. Um, you know, it's, it's interesting as we think about, and we talked earlier about this notion of wealth disparity. I am of a mindset that one of the greatest things we can collectively do about wealth disparity is to really create businesses that create a lot of jobs and create a lot of wealth. And so, so that ain't reparations. So created for everybody. Uh, Burnley Floss said George needs some good butussy. <laughs> Keith, uh, let's go to uh, to couples therapy. I'm just saying. <laughs> On to the scammers. Not familiar with the story. How was he able to get more shots off? I couldn't imagine having that replay in my head. Uh, isn't Dr. Umar a wannabe freeman? Sounds like something he would dig his donation, donation, donations in. Dishonorable has no head or game. <laughs> okay. Pub, <laughs> a public private yet about that. I don't think uh, a mother can uh, become that cold hearted overnight. The one on the run is still her child. That's what I said. I said yeah. she'll probably still go to the trial. She'll still go to his visit him in prison, but he'll know he broke a heart. She sounds shady as fuck. I don't trust grown men with voices like that. Shante. <laughs> Oh God, her voice. Camilla says she is. Uh, she is that's right. a that's a that's a lie. Latinos get hella funding. They do. Damn right, George. Stand up for those blacks in California, especially from the Black Caucus. Yeah, we just saw. <laughs> oh, we're gonna talk about the Black Caucus too. What about the crab cakes? He's so damn random. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Native Americans have money. They bought their own NRA. Always uh, wearing brown. Wearing brown like a UPS driver. <laughs> Yeah, Kimla love Brown. Yeah, she love it. Uh, the bank is isn't the easiest legacy plan Biden and Harris thought it was going to be. Should have opened a library like the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> Keep a good one. Indians cold switch like the others when it's financially feasible. It's black. It's white. MJ. That's good. Camelot spending a lot of. I'm not reading that. <laughs> Dressed in brown like a piece of shit. Piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is totally a scam. It, it is. is 100%. Lie. Uh, I totally do rocking like a rock star if you believe that fake shit. We really love to clear up. Have to. We really have to clear up this African Americans are immigrants to that nation that started 150 plus years after we were imported. Narrative. Yeah, yeah. Tired of this. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Green on that dirty uh, Sanchez <laughs> all right, all right. again. <laughs> Dishonorable. Fuck. We, because you're not a part of the collective. How native I'm how not. native Indians lack access to things? Well, they don't. That's the point. They have all kind of... Well, they, they would say that they didn't get all the stuff they were promised. Indians. They would say they didn't get all the stuff they were yes. promised. So. This looks like they're trying to invest in buffer groups using our history. Yes, yes, what this is. I watched some clips recently between Joe Rogan and a Native American woman who shared that she was Polish and Chowak. Chowak. Yeah. Let me play this last little clip right quick. Just, I do have to do a shout out first okay. to the Latinos in the room because Latinas are the oh, number one uh, fastest growing entrepreneurs in the country. I say about Latinos, but also my African American sisters and brothers and my Asian sisters and brothers that we, I go back to what I started with. 
I have spent a lot of time in the front lines only speaking to entrepreneurs in the last four years. And the biggest problem is our lack of literacy. Mm. And it, it is about how to do our paperwork. It's about understanding even all of the, the great gifts that you guys have sent us, <laughs> but we don't even know how to get them. And sometimes we just even feel embarrassed to ask for them. Latinos don't like to ask for money. That immigrants represent our national advantage. And, and that can be said for a lot of um, communities of, of color or minority communities as well. Um, and today, 10 years later, it feels like a what was an opportunity then for us is now a responsibility. And so what we embodied and what we thought through was for, for a nation that has one of the, the most elegant representations of immigrant success, the, the, the Statue of Liberty, um, what more can we do to encourage that entrepreneurial drive? And so what we decided to look for was ways that we could not only invest in immigrant communities, but also sponsor their visas. How do the entrepreneurs- They're talking about non-citizens right now. Entrepreneurship happens behind closed doors, specifically within immigrant communities. And, you know, it's not that they came to the United States and then thought of a com company to start. Coming to the United States was an entrepreneurial act. Right? That started that journey in the U.S. And then I think you... Why don't they become entrepreneurs in their homeland? They you, that shit you go with. a little bit further, they don't have a passport with an eagle on it. And so they have no clubs, no clout, no memberships. And so what does community give them there? Is that that really nice balance of both uh, where they're existential question. So you're basically saying they can become dual citizens without having to be in the other damn country. They mm -hmm. get to rep their country, but still call themselves or benefit from being in America. That's what they do. She's been looking like a South Indian, especially that neck area. That neck. <laughs> Told y'all they get hella funding, bumming your fucking face, dishonorable. Black men get no funding or support when it comes to businesses. I agree, George. Uh... Latino don't have to ask for their they're freely given to them to keep them ahead. See the double talk. It's basically a way to get more money for Latinos and using black talking as a stepping stool. They've been doing that since the 60s. Maybe they the don't 50s. they don't do that for black immigrants. Well, the black immigrants, they go the different route. Some real bullshit are we aren't immigrants. <laughs> we are immigrants. <laughs> We are not immigrants. If you're smart, you won't let the government anywhere near your investments. Exactly. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, rinse, wash, repeat, and on the backs of the blacks, whoever we truly are. Yeah. All right. Let's get to this one. This is a quick story. Flint Councilman Sioux City <laughs> colleagues and police over removal from meeting. He been removed several times though. Why this time he has? A I guess this time they brought the cops. So in. this time they went too far for him. Yeah. This time he, he's sick of it. <laughs> so he's suing them. Shout out to. So he's not able to pawn that pawn. Pawn that dude, laptop no, do no that more in the pawn don't, shop. Don't do that to so Eric he got to go after the real bag now. Shout out to Eric May. Get your money, black man. Get your money, black man. Well, I don't know. If, I don't know if you're gonna get anything out of it. Just come to cheer for him anyway. Who cares? All right. Kodak Black would gladly give former President Donald Trump one million dollars. Yes, he would. Kodak Black pledged allegiance to Donald Trump on Tuesday. Pledge the allegiance. Drink Trans podcast aired a preview for the upcoming episode featuring Kodak Black in the clip. Co-host Nori questioned the South Florida rapper about his alliance uh, with Trump after having his sentence uh, uh, commutated in 2020 by the uh, then outgoing commander in chief. He a Gemini. He a Gemini. He Gemini gang. His birthday three days after my shit. And that boy, he be vibing out here too. He clearly inebriated Yak tells the podcast about his bond with Trump. Uh, when asked a hypothetical question, if he would be willing to give Trump one million, were he to ask for it, Kodak said there's no question he would. Of course, nigga. 
on top they didn't even um know um 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 how you want it uh your people and them finna come grab it i mean this is a weird question because he did get him out of a prison sentence <laughs> what you think you're supposed to say what are you supposed to say you gave you, you that's how it's supposed to go but what do you think about kodak black and a lot of these other celebrities coming out being support supposedly supporters of trump what's wrong with it i didn't say nothing wrong with it people support biden they shouldn't be supporting biden he's clearly supporting trump because trump got him out of a situation you got him out of a jam so he like if the nigga need a million dollars i give him a million dollars <laughs> uh market's gonna crash soon guess whose money they're coming out for first well they already sending your money they sending your reparations to uh <laughs> they the ukraine your israel, israel. <laughs> wish they would let my crab cakes go he's a clone lol she's talking about kodak black <laughs> when it crash we will get them worthless get the worthless money for our compensation you don't think that's the real uh kodak black they love to spoil us uh better uh, better watch them plagues and plagues get them, them perhaps. <laughs> oats and no paths uh fastest going entrepreneur what are what are they uh counting food trucks and lawn <laughs> businesses <laughs> why did mexicans get mad at the math book it had too many problems dishonorable <laughs> <laughs> all latino shit so <laughs> wow times 10 return easy a 10 time return yeah all right, let me play this little clip by uh Cat Williams. I'm be honest, I don't know when this was recorded. I don't know if this is new. This or is not. recently because he went on um he went on somebody talk show and he has he has the dreads now. He don't have the um the, perm. the pimp hair no more. Is that dreads or is that the wig? I can't. That's dreads. There ain't no wig. All right, this black man can grow hair. We don't have to put on wigs. What you trying to say? All the way from 2024, we could do some shit. That's never been done in history, oh and it will be easy. We could get rid of racism yeah. once and for all as a country, just because we bigger than that, and we don't need to be dealing with that shit in 2024. We could do it now. White people, we gonna need y'all. Look at white people. What? <laughs> yeah, so. I don't talk about political shit because sometimes my viewpoints change as I get more information. This is one of those situations. I didn't used to believe in this, but now I do. White people, I want you to hear it from me in front of black people. Um, and I in no way speak for all black people, but I do speak for all niggas. And you're not supposed to know the difference. So, okay. So here it is. Um, <laughs> white people um, it's now time oh God, for really? black people to get paid reparations for everything that black people have been through in this country let's pay those reparations look at white people what okay white people i know you're wondering why now why cat why now why why well here's the thing white people and i'm being honest with you as black people um we've never said this in history but Wrap it uh, up. It's time for us to get reparations. Black people, uh, it's our money. And when do we need it? Yeah. You see that white people? We didn't even rehearse that. That's how badly black people need this money. Like every one of us. Oh my God. Greenly said, wrap it up. You're not a Cat <laughs> Williams fan? No, I ain't gonna lie. That was kind of. 
That yeah, was kind of long. Uh, yeah, he's he trying to be like Dave Chappelle, trying political be, route. He been doing stuff like that. What are you talking about? Uh, probably tell. a wig. Remember EJ on one assistant part? You got me, Regina. That's a good one. But here's the kicker: he's not Black American. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm, I'm EJ a, from One on Sister Parker is not Black American. AJ, <laughs> AJ, sorry. No, she no, she uh, she said it. But hold oh, on, she said EJ. Haitian embarrassment. Who Haitian? I think she's calling e AJ a Haitian embarrassment. He Jamaican. Uh, Cat ain't a Haitian. I'm talking about. Uh, he would have been better off in jail. He probably spinning, <laughs> spinning downwards crazy. <laughs> he talking about Cat Williams? <laughs> Come on, now, Arnable. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Okay. Don't be like, uh, what's her name? Wanda. <laughs> All right. What do you, what do you cook? Well, broccoli, boil water. <laughs> <laughs> Wells, AJ, Fargo, sorry. Wells Fargo announces 50 million grants. And this is old. This is from uh, earlier this year. But the reason why we're bringing this up again is because the NAACP has responded to how they're going to use this money. How are they going to use clip. money? And I'm going to compare it to something they're saying now, as far as what Wells Fargo did. They, huh? I sure hope Wells Fargo ain't taking money out of my account. Because you know they know him for taking money out of your account, Wells Fargo. <laughs> and they're going to take money out of my account and donate it to a black organization that I should be benefiting from and being a part of? Oh, hell to the no. Wait. I'm going to make sure I keep an eye on my bank account to make sure a dollar or two is not missing. <laughs> All right, let me play the clip now. Is this sort of like a situation where it's we're righting wrongs? I'm proud of the fact that for the last decade, we were the single largest lender to communities of color. And I think continuing to focus on investing in those communities to advance racial equity and financial equity in this country is incredibly important. Wells Fargo don't get a pass if bad things happen. There has well, to be a critical conversation. You can't change the past, but you can chart a better future. And that's the goal here. Johnson also says the goal is to allocate a portion of the multi-million dollar donation to helping African-Americans and other people of color Fuck navigate you. the home ownership process, boosting the number of black appraisers, and educate on the importance of voter turnout in 47 states where the NAACP operates. The importance. Luciana was right. I just want to play this little part right here again. Wells Fargo don't get a pass if bad things happen. There has to be critical conversations. Wells Fargo don't get a pass if bad things happen. There has to be critical conversations. Lies. Just now, a money grab. I agree. This is how you know that these people are being paid off. I was just about to say that. They are completely paid off by these corporations. The reason why they get the NAACP money, the reason why they promise Black Lives Matter stuff is because it's all a public negotiation. They use Black struggle. And all the other stuff that happened to us to, as a negotiation tactic. I'm talking about the boule, the so-called leaders of the black community. They use our struggle as a negotiation with these corporations. I like Cat. He's official, just not that clip. <laughs> uh, but like Rodney O and Joe Cooley. But you don't hear me, though. <laughs> How is anything Haitian not embarrassing? What the fuck? Your lineage is Haitian. Oh, so wow. this is fucking crazy. You say that. Lies. Just a money grab. Once Agreed. again, I agree. With all those older dudes adopting these locks, looks, I hate it. It's not a traditional style for, she said, her man, our man. Well, that is a Jamaican thing. Mm. That is a Jamaican thing. I could say, I could say, yeah. So when the Jamaicans come back and say black they Americans, they already said it. And they copying, they, we can't say that. We can't do like we did with the whole cholo shit. <laughs> uh, damn, fuck you, dishonorable. You don't know what traditional look like. You fucking Jay-Z supporter. Damn. Travis is Haitian. Nope. I'm from the Carolinas. 
The Carolinas are not not known for the Frenchies. All right, now this right here, colonies. This right here is an article from uh, early earlier last year, early last year, April twenty sixth. Wells Fargo Bank sued for race discrimination in mortgage and lending practices. Hmm. Yes, Kodak is Haitian. I'm wondering if this has anything to do with the reason why y'all gave fifty million to the NAACP <laughs> because they're they're all these stories are coming out about uh how they're discriminating towards black americans look at this wars fargo employees targeted african-americans and other minorities for subprime loans because they held derogatory stereotypes about <laughs> the minorities this fostered a discriminatory culture it says here ghetto loans and minority customers they refer to sub sub subprime loans made in minority uh communities as ghetto loans and minority customers as those people uh have bad credit those people don't pay their bills they don't and mud people pascal <laughs> Pascal's branch manager Dave Zoldot <laughs> used the racial slur redlining prime. That's true. At the office and spoke about how African Americans live in hoods and slums. What? He complained, yet Wells Fargo promoted him Hold on now. to the area manager. No, 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 no. Hold on. We don't live in slums. We can show you some images of slums. Oh, man. Hey, we're not even going to go there and talk about those Appalachian people. Oh, Lord. Those they, inbreeds. The cops don't even go up there. It's just they However, the I do know a lot of black people that don't pay their bills and move from house to house at least three or four times throughout the year because they don't like paying rent, paying bills. Hold on, everybody black people then because during the pandemic wasn't nobody paying. Most people weren't paying rent then. Uh, Travis is Haitian. Travis looked like Kodak. <laughs> R.I.P. to the real Kodak. Hold on. When you say you like Kodak, yeah, boy, you better go ask Kodak. No, I look like Kodak. I take it as a compliment. Brilliant. <laughs> you love cloning. They don't. Uh, truth, truth spoken. Uh, LOL. Travis is so subservient. He won't need to be cloned. As much as you love commenting, <laughs> colored people are not. Colored people are not black. Who are they leaning to? Well, black people were called colored in the 1940s, 50s, 60s. We were called colored. Mm. I consulted for code. I listen to this right here. I got this from on uh, social media. They pointed out that the same thing kind of happened with Coca-Cola. Yeah. Listen to this video and how they gave money to the NWCP to pay them off. Early in my career, I consulted for Coke to ensure sugar taxes Coke. failed and soda was included in food stamp funding. I say Coke's policies are evil because I saw inside the room. The first step in the playbook was paying the NAACP plus other civil rights groups to call opponents racist. What is going on with big food? And is it making us sick? <laughs> Cancer, Alzheimer's, heart disease, obesity, autoimmune conditions. These are all going up and they are all foodborne illnesses. And the fact that there is not but when Dr. Sebi said this, they said he was a scammer. Clear communication about that from yeah, our medical leaders and public policy leaders, I think is the biggest scandal in America and the most dangerous scandal. Let's go into specific examples. So the tweet was about the NAACP. So prominent civil rights organization has done amazing things in American history. But right now, prominent organizations like the NAACP, like the Hispanic Federation, like other, um, many other prominent civil rights groups are pay-to-play organizations. And this was as transactional as going to McDonald's and ordering a Big Mac. Um, I, as a, as a junior person, uh, had the strategic imperative to racialize the debate um, around whether we should stop food stamp money going to soda, which was a bipartisan issue. 
it's not complicated, right? When you when you call someone a racist or a sexist, right? Mm -hmm. it, it shuts down the debate. So we call up the NAACP. That you know, we the PR firms have their number. There's a lot of partnerships, and you schedule a meeting. And it's not like we're going to evilly pay you, and you're, but it's like, hey, your constituencies, lower income African American children like their cokes. Here's the statistic, and you know they're trying to take that coke away and, and trying to restrict choice. Um, we'd love to do an honorarium, a donation, you know, millions of dollars in this case. And would you marshal some of your uh, allies, you know, in various states and on the federal level? to say that it's racist, uh, what's trying to happen of restricting choice on food stamps. <laughs> they give me a headache. Why? Just the sound. I... Okay, uh, dishonorable, you like Rosa Parks at the back of the bus, a social agenda plant. So what he's basically saying is, it's all pay to play. Flat and ass I... truth. <laughs> I don't think Honorable Sienna has a flat ass. And um, the Coca-Cola thing, and he pretty much they admitted that they pretty much pay to make sure that they can have allies called the opposite uh races and stuff to make sure they can still sell their products for food stamps and stuff. That's just one example. Tom Warner, when uh Byron Allen had his lawsuit, the NWCP wouldn't say nothing. Then you find out they're sponsored, they have a lot of yeah. connections with Tom Warner. Yeah. So they That's ain't gonna why say shit. <laughs> All right, just a quick story. Prosecutors demand Brazil's oldest bank pay reparations for slavery. That's none of my business. I didn't even read the article. <laughs> Green, would you rather have me on uh, me commenting or be on the mic? All right, look at this. Tulsa survivor of, ma of massacre uh, speaks. Okay, Supreme Court listens. Now, this is an older article. I mean, now this is a new article, but obviously, uh, well, the dude, I think it was 102. Brother. The brother, he passed away. Um, She's about to be 109 on November 10th. And so, she wants to see justice in her lifetime. So we know they're waiting them out because they told us that it shouldn't happen because you wasn't there, but they was there. And now they're still saying no. So I'm going to go down and show this right quick. This is the official response to the attempted uh, lawsuit to get money for the crimes that were committed. Um, regarding redressability, app, uh, Appellants uh, seek to compel the BOCC, City of Toulouse, and Chamber uh, to account for the claim unjust enrichment and the disorder of uh, their ill-gotten gains. Uh, they explicitly seek, explicitly seek to uh, this relief on behalf of the black residents and businesses in the Greenwood District of North Tulsa, while providing a financial benefit to those loosely defined communities. So they went through on this whole situation and basically said, we can't give you money because we can't allow you to profit off of something that happened to someone else. It happened to them. <laughs> it says, uh, they say, do not allege their image, likeness, or properties are being used and misappropriated. They cannot step into the shoes of an undefined, um, un, uh, undefined interest group, the black residents of Greenwood and North Tulsa, and assert the rights of all black residents in the Greenwood district in North Tulsa to achieve the relief sought. So you can't they're saying you can't be a stand-in for all of them. Well, they're saying that we were not a stand-in. We, we were, were there. there. So I just want to show bullshit. this. I just want to show this and continue to show that it called the city of Tulsa a corporation, like all the cities in states of America. It's all a corporation. So this is just a business denying another another uh, entity. All right. On race, Mike Johnson says his views were shaped by raising his black child. Let me say this. I can't find it. I had it earlier where just the new house speaker. A Republican House Speaker, he said that he supports some level of 
um, redress to black people. He didn't say he reparations. Don't support reparations. He didn't though. say reparations. He's against it. He's against that, but he said he supports some level of redress towards them. They support college funding, uh, uh, creating jobs, yeah. which benefits everybody. But you were right when I saw this and you said he has a black child. Well, he's adopted though. It, no, he no, said reminds. He said it remind the story of the the, the black child that he brought in reminds you of the Blind Side movie. Yeah, that's what Lord. he referenced it to. He said it, it's like the Blind Side. That's what he said. <laughs> and his name is Michael. And he acts not to be. He doesn't want to be in the news. He doesn't want to be affiliated with any political thing. He don't want to be used as a, a token. Porn. Yeah. Don't put me on social media. He's don't put me in your book. He's married and got his family in California. He don't want no association. Yeah, he's like, don't contact college. me. I do not want to be involved in this shit. So you were right when you assumed that he had some level of, he had some type of black child or something. You were right. All right, Charlotte Bills. Oh, uh, Kifa says she got to head out. Okay. Uh, I'll catch the rest on the replay. Have a good weekend. Everyone. You too, Kifa. Have a good one. All right, Charlotte Bills lease statue meets its end in a 2,250-degree furnace, so they melted down the statue of Robert E. Lee. Um, I, I, that's erased in history. I don't like that. Uh, melted down in secret, the divisive Confederate monument will be turned into a new piece of public art. So you're saying it just gets yeah. rid of history? It, history. They're erasing history. That's it. What, what, what history is it uh, erasing? The fact that this statue existed and it's no longer in existence. Well, they could say it never happened. No, they it's in books. They can know. take it out of books. Well, they can take a statue. Okay, down. I'm not going into a long debate over no fucking statue. They can take a statue down like okay. they did. Then it is what it is. <laughs> All right, Dr. Tito uh, Izard on tracing uh, racist roots of health disparities. Let me play this little clip of him saying that a lot of the health problems. And I'm gonna see if you agree that black people go through the sin from slavery. Let me play here and the reality much of my conversation in education as i'm working Did with, i have put this? with the community working with patients and, and students yeah, it's really to help them see beyond the issues of health health is is again the narrow consequence of the condition or the environment that has been created so if we're specifically talking about health every single health disparity for and i'll be very specific for the black population in particular, American descendants of slavery population. So when you look at that ethnocultural lineage group, you can actually trace every single health disparity back to slavery and Jim Crow timeframes. So prior to 1965, all the conditions and the environment in which people lived in, there was a law that was passed that was progress but there wasn't a move towards restitution or repairing of the historical ills that plagued the community. And so what ended up happening is we moved forward, but we never resolved the issue. So when you mentioned health disparities such as informatality, we can trace the issues of informatality. We can just trace the issue of access to healthcare. We can trace cancer rates, um, asthma rates, uh, diabetes, hypertension, cardiovascular disease, all the components when we talk about health disparities and the various outcomes, all of it has a historical lineage so that we can say all health disparities are a direct consequence of being an American descendant of slavery. Do you agree? In some way, yes. Um, sorry. 
in some ways, yes. Um, when he talks about, let's say, obesity because of the the food you eat, because the area that you're living, you're not able to access uh, better food. Yeah. Uh, because of stress, because of you're eating processed food, the sodium in it may cause uh, hypertension. Eating at the swine. And then diabetes. So, yes, I agree. All of it plays a role in um, how we are affected today. Okay. Let me show these. I'm going to go through these real quickly. Hold on. Um, all right. California to dump millions of fruit flies into the L.A. neighborhood and surrounding areas. What you think? You see this one? Yeah, I read a little bit of it. Let's think about it. I'll read this first little part. State now, what do you think about it? State agriculture officials plan to release millions of sterile male Mediterranean fruit flies into the area surrounding uh, the park following the discovery of two wild flies in the area the discovery of the two fruit flies which is can invest infest fruits and vegetables by laying eggs inside them leading to a hatching of maggots promoted the california department of food and agriculture to establish a 69 square mile quarantine area the area is a large circle but is generally bounded between railroad <clears throat> avenue yada 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 in an effort to eradicate the damaging female egg laying flies the cdfa plan to release sterile male uh, med flies in the uh, roughly nine square mile area directly surrounding the location of infestation we discovered in the park area. So I think this is a black area. Is it not? I don't know. Did you look up the area? I did. And what did it say? It's a black area. So you're saying that they, they're putting these fruit flies in this community? It's not only on? black people, by the way. It's just it's a black population. They're saying they're, they're bringing in sterilized uh, males male to get rid of these to females. To get rid of the females from laying eggs. Do you trust it? Hmm? Do you trust this? I don't trust shit. Because they've done something like this before. I looked at the Operation Dropkick in 1956 and they released... Um, uh, mosquitoes, female mosquitoes, into an area in Savannah, Georgia. Black. Uh, they said it. They said it. The residents agreed to it. Operation Big Itch. This, we know this is the one with um, what, what is it? That? The fleas. They released the fleas in a certain area. This is in 1954. So they've done these type of things before. But the one that obviously got the most uh, controversy behind it was how we got Lyme disease when that loader came out of Fort Dedrick and it was asked to investigate this Lyme disease thing with these fleas and. Did the government poison their own population? I don't know. That's all alleged. <laughs> so That's I don't know alleged. about them dumping fruit flies in the area that I'm in. I'm just saying. A new cure for sickle cell disease may be coming. FDA advisors will review it next week. Well, black people are typically the group that gets sickle sick cell. So, so what else are they about to give us? Mm, on Tuesday, advisors told the Food and Drug Administration will review a gene therapy for the in inherited blood disorder, which in the U.S. mostly affects black people. The blacks. Let me know what y'all think. I'm not going to go deep into it because they will call get us for oh, medical misinformation. We can't go deep into this, too. Just going to read the title. FDA finds COVID vaccines linked to stroke and seizures in some people. Should, be, what, should we be wary? <laughs> yeah, Let's move should. on. <laughs> we should be very worried. <laughs> Uh, this is it right here. This is the actual medical paper. It says evaluation of stroke risk following COVID-19 mRNA benevolent vaccines among U.S. adults aged 65, uh, older than 65 years. So that's the actual paper. Um, let's move forward. Black entrepreneurs and DEI efforts faced complaints and lawsuits for racial discriminations. We talked about this already that these uh, venture capitalist uh, companies and um, they're basically saying that it's not fair that you're giving all this funding to black women businesses only. It's supposed to be um, people. People. You're not even giving it to minorities. You're giving it to just one demographic. Now it's funny because the title 
labeled it black, black entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs, but really it's they're talking women. about black women. Yeah. These white uh come these white venture capitalists. They're going after stuff. black women. Yep. The white man. <laughs> TikTok teachers talk pandemic learning loss among students oh, leading. Why do you have to why out of all the videos that you found? Why did you choose this black this particular man? That's the only one. You know what they're gonna say when you put this video up here. It's the only one. I'm you know you already know what's gonna happen. <laughs> TikTok teachers talk pandemic learning loss among students leading to gaps in education. Average test scores for 13-year-olds plummeted during the 2022-23 school year when compared to pre-pandemic levels. These teachers took to TikTok to get first-hand account of the scale of the learning loss they are seeing in classrooms. Before I show it. Does this fall on the schools or the parents? Um, because of the homeschooling, the mass situation, it was it up to the parents to make sure the kids got the educate, got the teaching, and make sure they understood stuff. Yes, it falls during on that the time. Parents. So it falls on the parents. All right, but we cannot deny that the uh, the the government and the and the school districts and all that stuff have a play in it as well. Oh, we know. Let me just play video here you know, globally like you know because of the pandemic and stuff but i don't understand we know yeah we i know. know yeah like when i saw this <laughs> i was like why would he it's the only one I this saw. is a bad representation where you find a black man that, that is teaching school and you went to find a, this a, is the a only black one. man from a, a, a atlanta georgia to talk about this and you know what it is it, i was just like why did he choose this video you know what they're gonna say why they not stressing to y'all how bad it is I teach seventh grade, they are still performing on the fourth grade level. This is Marquise Bryant. He's a new teacher with some major concerns about his students. This is my third year teaching post-pandemic. And so I, I had just got to the point where it's like, okay, why is no one talking about this? Many of the children in his seventh grade class are, he says, well behind where they should be. They don't know how to do basic computation, adding, subtracting, and multiplying, dividing. They don't know that ascend means go up, descend means go down. They don't know that quotient means divide. They don't know evaluate the expression means I just solved the problem. According to the National Assessment of Educational Progress, average test scores for 13-year-olds plummeted during the 2022 to 2023 school year when compared to pre-pandemic levels. On average, this age group, which is typically eighth grade, scored the lowest in math since 1990 and the lowest in reading since 2004. After Bryant recorded a TikTok video talking about what he was seeing, teachers from across the country began to respond, describing what it's like to witness pandemic learning loss firsthand. There's Seventh grade teacher Angelique Shurens was one of them. It felt like a relief that a teacher was actually speaking about it in a public forum. These kids can't read. Oh, they can't decode. White woman they have no vocabulary, no background knowledge. I've never seen anything like it. It's gotten to the point where the skills deficits are so significant that we almost can't function in terms of like teaching to the standards for the grade level because they don't have the skills necessary to access them. Middle school teacher Sarah Shemarani says expectations are so low that even parents struggle with motivation. But I want to break it down for you. If a student has an F in a class, the parents are like, oh, my student has an F. They didn't get in trouble. They're coming home. There's food on the table. So then why would the kids care about that F? The want to do well has been dwindling. And then COVID happened. And it was like, now there is zero care or like the idea of. I oh, we got to watch this whole thing. How, how far in the future do you think this is going to affect? Not just America. But this was intentional. 
So there's going to be an entire generation. You have a, a generation of um, degenerate. I'm sorry. It's not. No, they're not degenerates. You have a generation of people who are going to lack ed education because they're just simply going to be passed, like the No Child Left Behind Act that was created. I think that's even. This is even worse. Um, and it's really sad because I uh, we can't like imagine being a parent and you're working and this pandemic happened and you and both you you and your wife have to provide and put food on the table so you both have to go to work mm -hmm. so you have to choose we have to literally downsize we really have to reevaluate some things we're doing or the kids just suffer education it's a tough decision but uh i think we can all let us at the foot of biden as well he's the one that called for the well it's not just him but he was the president. He asked for the lockdown. He, he asked also for school. asked for vaccination. Well, the teachers are kind of to blame too because well. they were asking for vaccinations, knowing they really wanted to raise. <laughs> and that's what. Uh, no reform. Black social organization and ban dishonorable. Keep going to make some crab cakes. <laughs> Should I have put uh, the salute the statue in a museum? I agree. Uh, the elder needs to drop all the black men around her and get a new legal team. Isn't man. Ben Crump supporting, black, supporting she said, her? She just said men. What? She just said black men. I said they're... Okay. <laughs> nope, the government in Oklahoma love Indians, but got no love for blacks. They broke their own code because she was there, which was which was they required, but prefer for her to die without her just due reward. You huh? need to go to the most recent one. <laughs> That's a lot. Well, damn. You can, go, you can restart right there or something like that, yeah. Well, Uncle, why would you say that I five is old news? Change was change was the first group for feature Luther Vandross. ATL on the down low. <laughs> His voice got my phone moist. <laughs> oh, buddy. ATL <laughs> is the bottom play. of the 50 states in education. Uh they uh literally number 50 in Atlanta. That's why ATL is slaves. ATL had that problem before the pandemic. They've been like that in ATL since the early 90s. A few of my family members have the sickle cell trait. Only one dummy chooses to ignore it and marry the dude with the trait. Their child stay in the hospital. <laughs> Damn. So she said genetics. You gotta make sure when you get somebody they don't got sick of too. You gotta be comfortable with the people. Until using a pandemic excuse for what they've been doing for years. That's Facts, true too. definitely intentional. Uh both, but we can't ignore what uh, most essential workers were. Mm -hmm. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's a shot. Hold on now. Some some essential workers were uh not just like the bottom. Not just your McDonald's, your Wendy's, and stuff like that. Some essential workers That's are, huh? Talking about teachers, ain't you? Okay, uh, they can barely read. Joe Clark, <laughs> do the Joe Clark. Oh my God, <laughs> I forgot. What did he say? <laughs> they can barely read. <laughs> Joe Clark voice. School is uh, one hundred on the parent, and uh, most can't read or struggle. <laughs> yeah, all right, uh, Sheila Jackson Lee expresses regret after audio leaks of her berating demeaning okay, staff. She answered it. She said they're teaching at minority schools where most parents were essential workers. This is uh like a sick shaming game. <laughs> wow. Yeah. They're trying to see uh so you got the teachers 
at least the last team was trying to say the parents don't care, so the kid don't care. And then you got we pointed out the teachers was asking for raises when they act like they wanted vaccines, but they really wanted raises. Let's just be honest, they don't care. They don't. Uh I think any classroom that has more than 15, 15 kids is putting the students at risk of not being properly educated. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was times in high schools that I know that 30, uh, teachers 35. were out for a semester. You were in your English class playing dominoes and tic-tac-toe. <laughs> and uh, what weighs more? A thousand, uh, a thousand, rock, a, a thousand, thousand rocks or rocks. a thousand pedals? If people like the thousand rocks, <laughs> a thousand, it's the same. Niggas, a thousand pounds. <laughs> so she was being rough for a couple of years. Uh, let's see what Sheila Jackson, Sheila Jackson Lee had to say to one of her uh, staffers. Uh, regarding uh, something that they owe by Duncan Tell. Where is it? What, what date was it? All from yet. Jerome took it up, so I have to call him and pick it up when I switched out the picture. I'll call him. I, I don't want you to do a goddamn thing. I want you to have a fucking brain. I want you to read it. I want you to say Congresswoman it was such and such date. That's what I want. That's the kind of stamp that I want to have. So some stupid other motherfucker did it. And, and I don't have the information. Nobody sent me the information. I need to uh, ensure my um, schedule. And, uh, you know, if, if Google did it, shit ass did it, fuck face did it. Nobody knows a goddamn thing in my office. Okay? Nothing. I gave it to you. Your job was to get it on the calendar, imprint it in your brain, or send me the information back saying, Congresswoman, I made sure that the Ovi Duncan Tell event that you gave me uh, for so-and-so date at 7 is on the fucking calendar. Not to quote Jerome Hansen. Okay? So when I called Jerome, he only sit up there like a fat-ass, stupid idiot talking about uh, what the fuck he doesn't know. Okay? Both of y'all are fuck up a fucking F. It's the worst shit that I could have ever had put together. Two goddamn big ass children. Fucking idiots. Serve no goddamn purpose. Ain't managing nobody. Nobody's respecting them. Nobody gives a shit about what you're doing. And you ain't doing shit. And this is an example of it. I gave it to Jerome. This is not child work. Okay? We like roaches in the hood. They never get rid of us. We don't die. We multiply. <laughs> we multiply. What do y'all think about Sheila Jackson Lee's? Oh. Uh, Sheila Jackson is a boss. Uh, most people who are in power, I'm sorry, they talk to people like that. Is that a good? Like, one? if I tell you to put something on a fucking agenda, which is a simple fucking task, and you can't do that, why the fuck do I have you hired? Like, this is how people talk to their assistants. But why are you talking to me like that? Well, you have to have thick skin to take that job. No, they're in no, a they're just... in a position of. Uh, I'm not saying it's it's right no, the way they ahead, do it, but I'm saying that's how they get talked to. My point is, is that if you can't handle the job and you don't have thick skin for it, then don't apply for it because that's so how that you're going to be talked to. So that behavior is acceptable. The behavior is not acceptable. I'm just telling people what to prepare for when you're being hired by somebody of that stature. I mean, so it's not. It's not. I'm just saying being realistically. Right. You got to take emotion out of it, and it is what it is. Jackson Lee is running to put Houston mayor. In the Look ride. at Shelly. Shelly said, don't like her, but fools need to get it right. Like, <laughs> what she said was fucking common sense. I just asked you to simply put the shit on a fucking calendar, on an agenda, and you couldn't even fucking do that. Why do I have you hired if you can't do a simple task like that? Where'd she lie at? Well, most of the time, I'm probably an intern, or I'm your secretary, and I'm doing 40 other things for you. I probably read well. That's why, if you're I, not prepared to do the job, then don't take on the job because you're going to be required to multitask and do multiple things. 
Go ahead. So I, I got to do 40 different things for you, and I messed up this one thing, and now I'm just a child. Nothing? Nothing. Okay. Uh, Jackson Lee is running for Houston mayor, and a uh, recording of her expletive-laden rant toward the employee was sent to the anonymous email among uh, account to multiple news organizations three days before the start of early voting. You think this is just a hit piece against her? I don't know. You don't know? I don't know. We, none of us know. I'm asking you. I'm asking you, and I'm telling you, I don't know. I think it is. Okay, you think it is. That's your opinion. I don't know. All right. Um, let's show this. Chicago needs 18,000 coats for migrants. Here's how you can help. It's not the answer for coats in Chicago for the migrants. All that funding, all that money they got, they need to take it towards that and put it towards getting those coats. Yeah, that's what don't make sense. You have all this funding and now you, you ask for coats, money for coats now. So that's a I do use please and thank you. I don't I don't talk to people like that. I'm just saying it's it's real life. What we know about the off-duty Alaska Airlines pilot accused of trying to shut off a plane's engines mid-flight. Did you hear about this stuff? <laughs> I read it. I read a little bit of it. This is out of Washington State. Yeah. Land of the bipolar and schizophrenics. So he was an uh an off-duty pilot who was riding in the cockpit of the Alaska Airlines flight en route from Washington State to San Francisco on Sunday is facing dozens of attempted murder charges. I think it's 82 or 83. Uh after he tried to shut down the plane's engines mid-flight, authorities say. So apparently he was sitting in the uh what do you call it? What's it call it seat right by the cockpit, cockpit. Yeah. And he he yells out, I'm not okay. <laughs> So when and when somebody yell out, I'm not okay, everybody need to rush to this person. I think it said something about uh I effed everything up and something, something, something. And then that's when he uh he went to the door, the, the other dude stopped him. They tussled for a couple seconds and he stopped. Then he walked to the back of the plane to the lady and told her, You need to bell buckle me up now, or it's not gonna be good. It's not gonna be pretty, bub. <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> now nah, I saw somebody say that he would sound like he uh he just lost something. He just Either he hit a parlay that didn't hit, he gambled something, <laughs> something happened. Yeah. And he flipped. Although, like somebody pointed out, the plane situation, remember that lady who uh, looked at the back of the plane saying that this that person is not real? Did somebody say they saw aliens on the plane or something? Who said they saw aliens on the plane? A few months ago. Remember that lady? It was a white lady. And it went viral. Oh, I'm not surprised. <laughs> it was a white lady that said she saw aliens on the plane. Be careful on these planes. All right. Let me jump through this. Okay. All right. Now uh, we're gonna really go through this really quickly now. Get let y'all get up out of here. All right. Fifty Cent rips Biden for Delaware beach trip amid Israel Hamas war. We got some real shit going on. How many vacations have Biden went on? I have no idea. He went on a bunch of vacations. Just said the report in August found that Biden has spent forty percent of his presidency on personal trips. Oh, Lord, it had to be 50 cents there to say something. Alicia Keys says if Trump was black, they'd figure out every way to stop him. Um, What haven't they done to Trump? <laughs> they trying to take his business. That's the point. Everybody's been referencing that Trump is being treated like a black man. Sexual uh, allegations against him. He don't want to jail for something. He don't have people kicking his dough. Said that he's trying to sell off secrets. Like, what else? Uh, <laughs> I refuse to believe that the devil, 
the devil wins. Alicia Keys told UK Telegraph when asked about Donald Trump's bid for another presidency. All right, um, let me see this here. It's called work balance. Uh, we're gonna just skip that one there. Uh, Democrats are pushing work authorization for migrants so they can vote. We already know about this. Been talking about this for a couple months now. They're still pushing it. They're just expanding it to other states now. Democrats are pushing for it so they can vote. Same thing. All right, South China Sea. Biden says U.S. will defend the Philippines if China attacks. They have a treaty. Okay. Um. Close that. All right. U.S. fighter jets strike Iran-linked sites in Syria to in retaliation for attacks on U.S. troops. Um, you could just get out of the country. Um, and y'all better chill out with Iran because China already told you they're backing them. U.S. strikes Iran targets in Syria and the Pentagon. Let me just run through some of this. Joe Biden warns China not to attack the Philippines. We just saw that. Do-do-do. Uh, Biden's Israel-Palestine policy cost him, could cost him the election. Yeah, he's getting a lot of uh, bad publicity because uh, I think he hugged Benjamin Netanyahu on the stage and said how America is going to back Israel all the way. And so they said his poll numbers might suffer because of that. This might be the last straw for him to get a chance at another presidency, but I don't think he's trying to win again, honestly. U.S. developing contingency plan to evacuate Americans from Middle East in, in case Israel-Hamas war spreads. So that tells me they believe it is going to spread to Iran and China and all that other stuff. So, might be another Afghanistan all over again. Netanyahu says Israel is preparing ground invasion of Gaza. I'm just going through a lot of stuff. We already know most of this. What's this last one? Um. Oh, let me play this right quick. Why do black people support the Palestinians? Decades. Niall Fort, a minister, scholar, and faith-based organizer with the Dream Defenders, says that this solidarity is part of a long tradition of fighting for liberation. We're mass incarcerated the same. We're violently policed the same. We experience the same kind of repression in our school systems. That doesn't need to be the basis of our solidarity. The basis of our solidarity grows from a moral commitment to fighting for the dignity, safety, and equality of all life. To me, that is the heartbeat of our connection, despite all of the statistics that connect us around systems of oppression. Although the solidarity does go back decades, it didn't initially start that way. Black people's relationship to Zionism has been a bit complex, in part because of our intimate relationship with the biblical book of Exodus, which enslaved Africans used to read ourselves into the story, except in this case, we were the Israelites and America was Egypt. Initially, many thought that Israel was a liberation project. But that would soon change when it became clear that the state of Israel was being created through the violent displacement of the Palestinians who lived there. After the June 1967 war, the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee put out a newsletter calling Israel's capture of the West Bank, Gaza, and East Jerusalem a colonial occupation. Next, the Black Panther Party also viewed Palestinians as a fellow group of people fighting a larger system of white supremacy and colonial power around the world. 
and activists such as Angela Davis, Muhammad Ali, Huey P. Newton, and more all made trips to meet Palestinians. Decades later, that connection was kept alive with Palestinians reaching out to black activists during protests to offer support and advice. So they've been spreading that for the longest, trying to say that the Palestinians have been the brothers and sisters to the black American struggle. So let me just play this next one. To show this. The United States. One of the people in attendance at this secret meeting was Judith Varnai Shorer. She's a former Israeli consul general who was operating out of Atlanta. She was one of the main people saying that the biggest problem that they had was young black people in the United States. But don't worry, they've got some black leaders on the payroll. Isn't this, um, this is Professor Black Truth. Yeah. The major problem of Israel is with the young generation of the black community. The problem of Israel is with the young generation of the black community. Black is with the young. Now, in, in a full uh, video, they said that she was making the point that it's up to the quote unquote Jews to establish or reestablish a bridge between the young black youth and the Jewish people. So they're saying that politically they need the black youth in order to strive in America. Um, the president yesterday, John, said he has no confidence in the death toll numbers presented by the Palestinians in Gaza. What's he basing that on? How did he reach the conclusion? Well, we all know that the Gazan Ministry of Health is just a, a, a front for Hamas. It's, a, it's run by Hamas, a terrorist organization. Um, I've said it myself up here. We can't take anything coming out of Hamas, including the so-called Ministry of Health, at face value. <laughs> uh, they also proved that that hospital attack was a uh, bullshit, by the way. All right, this is the last story I'm going to show before we get out of here. They showed a whole article of a bunch of black people who are reaching their 100th birthday. Black people are beating eyes by turning 100 and they're celebrating on TikTok. So they went through a whole bunch of these stories. Really, Americans over there leave them. <laughs> so you see here, I'm not going to play it. Celebration. Uh, Put on her dress too. She looks good for a hundred. Huh? She looks good for a hundred. Yeah, there's another there's a dude here. He turned one hundred and five years old. Yeah, so congratulations to them. The long lives. And now with that, we're gonna let y'all get up out of here with a little sound here.
give a damn what you shout out to Richard Roundtree. I'm gonna do what I'm with the staff. <laughs> Thank y'all for staying this long. Sorry, we had a little interruption at the beginning there. I missed up. Stay this long. They stay normally long in this. Street, street, um, we sang for the elderly that was in a hundred Yeah, I do a lot of that. like my friend. Y'all are my Saturday routine. We really appreciate dropping by. Really appreciate it. On the dance floor, air pitch. Yeah, when he's doing the thing, he's doing Are you going to talk about Project uh, 2025? Yeah, yeah, we're going to talk about that next week. Have a strong end, everyone, versus a weak. Week one. <laughs> we are on Facebook, Spotify, all of them, all, all those, all the other podcast platforms. Do anybody go on Spotify? I don't know. <laughs> I just put. It I don't on. like audio, so I can't watch it. I told you in the music who he was. He just made amazing music. I like it. I've done it. That's the show. Huh? Nobody wants to start killing a person. That's the show. Nah, that one. When is your your concert? Having the November seventh, y'all can't close with our felony. Are we playing in the video? Bring George up for the last comments of the day. What's the new comment? 
What oh, up, George? Oh, Regina's about uh, to close con- out. You got to say for us. Concert has been postponed. <laughs> <laughs> How did you play R.O. Felony talking about he in jail spreading his cheeks? Talking about he thug loving, man. Come on, <laughs> shit in jail. You know this, man. <laughs> you don't go out like that, like a Rudy Poop. No, we played the song do with Shaft. So, you know, we played that. Right. Why don't you play Isaac Hayes instead of R.O. Felony, bro? That could have worked too. No, no, it would have worked, man. Yeah, but, but with your agenda pushing, man, don't don't be a Travis, man. Don't, don't be a Travis, man. All right, Joe, what's your last comment? My last comment is uh, Travis, man, take off them silk pennies and it's honorable. Get some goddamn culture and stop perpetrating like fly. Okay. <laughs> all right, George, man. Have a good All right, man. All right, man. Oh, well, all right, y'all. We about to get up out of here. I appreciate y'all for spending your Saturday with us as long as you did. Um, as always, y'all be safe and all praise to the Most High. And peace, man. Thank you.